This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Raiders! Oakland, oh, L.A., Oakland, Vegas, Fire <laughs> Nation, wherever, forever. <laughs> You're Mosh and Raiders fan radio from Murph's Man Cave. Oh, Taking a lighter journey That's into funny. the dark side. Sit back, put your feet up, pop a top, and enjoy the ride. Here we go! I don't even know what they were Are you all good now? I'm so good right now. Okay. I'm so good. I'm so good. I'm so good. I'm When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization, and you tell them one thing. Just look Thank you, Lee B. Way up the middle. Intercepted to the piano at the 50. Time running down. Oakland football. And I think Oakland victory. The Raiders have scored on the most famous, unbelievable, absolutely impossible dream of a play. Well, I love this team. I think this team can win. I think this team can win. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> I mean, three minutes and totally ruin your world. <laughs> What is up, Raider Nation? Your buddy Murph back once again for what we hope to be a fantastic episode <laughs> of Raiders Fan Radio, episode number 198. Or at least Raiders one that lasts more than 10 minutes unless I break something. Sorry. <laughs> episode number 198 of Raiders Fan Radio. My glasses are already fogging up and we barely got through the credit so far. Uh, appreciate everybody <laughs> joining us tonight uh, for uh, for this episode of Raiders Fan Radio. Appreciate everybody that's jumped into the chat already. Uh, the Murph's Fan Cave chat. Uh, where you can uh, join us live each and every Wednesday night. For the most part, we kind of go every other week during the offseason, but for the most part, every Wednesday night, uh, 4 Pacific, 7 Eastern. And uh, thanks, everybody, that's in there now. Uh, I can't scroll up, but already Kevin the Raider Nerd's there. Atticus be rocking. Tyler Raider. Jeff Murphy from Dominico's. What's up, Jeff? QB Jeff. Uh, Kill Jadis is in there. Lee B. Jesse Correa's in there. Or Correa, I hope I'm pronouncing that correct. Uh, Sergio uh, Sergio Burjos is in there. Lee B, Raider Roo, Franklin 83, lots of folks in there. Lee B, Michelle Sweat, Aaron the Q-Dog Raider, of course, as I mentioned. And thank you, Aaron the Q-Dog Raider, already. And now Tidal Raider. Also, thank you, Tidal Raider, for very kind donations uh, via the Super Chat. And 100% of that money is going to go to uh, Daniel Mangus is in there. What's up, Daniel? Uh, 100% of that money that you all give us uh, during the Super Chat or any contributions to the One Nation Foundation. Uh, we give it all away, and uh, this uh, season, this era, or whatever season, this time of this, the next, 
this entity uh, we're giving away uh, to. This, uh, yeah, hey, this, uh, you know, Sammy, uh, you know, the, 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 uh, it's a little known fact <laughs> that the, uh, the term season came from. Anyway, it's an old Lithuanian tradition. It's a whole day. <laughs> I'm not picking on the French anymore. No, it's we, now the Lithuanians. No, you got it. Oh, they're all over my. You got to be oh. nice to the. Fr- I'm sorry. There you go. You I got to go back up over here. There you go. Okay. You got to be nice to the French because we have a lot of French listeners. We don't now. have anybody from Lithuania. I don't. Uh, not that I'm aware of. Okay, good. Yeah, so you're good to, to start an international incident with them. Uh, and and then thankfully, the international incident you started with the French, uh, our good buddy Paul in Shropshire, England, uh, was on the front lines and held it down for us here at Raiders Fan Radio. So appreciate you, Paul. Um, okay, where was I at? I'm completely lost. I'm cle- uh, oh, Tider Raider and Aaron the Q-Dog Raider already yeah. with the donations. Yeah. And the donations that we get uh, from Super Chat or anything else goes 100% to the One Nation Foundation. And we are, during this uh, fundraising ep- effort, we are giving our money away to the Bulitnikov Foundation that we are such big fans of. And so thank you to those two guys, and thank you to all of you for the way that you support us. And the monetary support is wonderful. But all we really ask, ask you for is uh, just hit the thumbs up, hit the like button, uh, hit a subscribe, give us a review, tell your friends. Everybody's got friends, and they're all Raider fans. Tell them about our show uh, if you like what we do here. And uh, if they're not, they should be. Yeah. 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 We can convert them. We can convert them. Hey, yeah. so, all right, enough about, enough about all of them. Let's make it about you. Welcome back to the fan cave. The one and only Uncle Mosh. Thank you, thank you, thank you very What's much. Up, thank Uncle you very Mosh, much. Man. Thank you very much. How you been? Last time you were on your way here, and I'm like, oh, you can't come over because yeah, my youngest son young Vinny one. got yeah, the young one. He got he got uh, contact traced. It's crazy. It's craziness. It's, it's so it's so goofy. It's so crazy. I just broke my Al Davis glasses. Oh no! I'll fix well, them you, on the next break. Well, and you got backups. I got, the the I only got, man that's got like six pairs of Al I have, Davis. I glasses. have to carry them. I carry them all. I'll really? just I'll just hold the chains like this. Anyway, so um, I've been. Here's the thing. Okay, man, I have been. I have been out of the loop. I've been in the loop. We have tried to do shows. I was. I, I was physically on my way on more than one occasion. Yeah, and it, it just you know stuff happens. Because um, after one of my kids got traced, the other, the other one, one got, got traced, yeah, yeah. and then and so you know in, in my position and in their position. It was, you know, it just wasn't, it wasn't a good way to do things. And, and, you know, contract chasing the way that they want us to do it is you just don't have contact. And, you know, it's, it's, for me, it's better safe than sorry. And, uh, I, you know, uh, thank God for Aaron, you know, he, we texted a couple times, you know, and, 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 uh, just so it kind of, you know, and you and I, of course, talking swaggy and I talk. So it was, it was kind of nice to, you know, just to, you know, just to have a little bit of that contact, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, without having contact. But anyway, um, it's it's great to be here. I, I've I've struggled a bit. I uh, I don't sleep. And uh, oh yeah, you're telling and, us and a story. I, I was show. Story. I don't sleep. I don't sleep. I don't ever sleep. And uh, and you know, and my my dyslexia has gotten worse. And and so with COVID, I'm questioning a lot of things. I think I'm becoming a. Uh, uh, an insomniac, dyslexic agnostic. Wow. I stay up all night pondering if there's a dog. (laughs) (laughs) 
the God of Isaac, Abraham, and Jacob, you're good on, but Clifford, I'm not so sure. Is that what you're saying? I get I get dad jokes of the day. Yeah. Because I do them to my kids at school because they, they don't, you know, they're sleeping, right? They're sitting there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All I ever, this is what I see. This is what I see from my kids in class. Okay. <laughs> I know all of them by the tops of their heads. Because <laughs> all they do is sleep? Cause, no, because they're down here on this damn thing. Oh, on their yeah, phones. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. And I'm like, and, and, and of course, we, we let them use their phones to take notes. Yeah, taking notes, right. Right, they're doing so, them, they're scrolling Instagram, yeah, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. anyway, so I get, They're looking for Raider news, aren't they? They're looking for Raider news. Yeah. I, uh, so I get these really bad jokes of the day, and that was one of my favorites. The insomniac, insomniac, agnostic. Uh, dyslexic agnostic. Yes, yeah. I like and, no. so then, and then I went on dyslexia. You know, dyslexic because dyslexia is a real thing. It's not. It's not good. Dyslexics of the world untie. Anyway, <laughs> um, I'm not trying to make. I'm not trying to make it. <laughs> unless you're a Lithuanian dyslexic, <laughs> and then forget then, it. Then, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Can we talk, Raiders? Yeah, you know, we're gonna get zinged. Someone's gonna be mad Someone's, that I've yeah, been yeah, saving yeah, yeah. up five weeks worth of stupid the- jokes. <laughs> It's okay, man. That's what that is one of the most beautiful things about this show and having you as a co-host. Oh my gosh. But it's I'm glad to be back. Thanks, Q. Thanks, uh, everybody that's that said, hey, uh, in the in the uh in the thing, uh I got a new mic, so I'm I'm probably gonna be blasting you guys' ears out a little bit. And uh and I got a new camera, I got all kinds of stuff. Your Uncle 4K over there. Um, Or K4, I guess. K4. What are you talking about? My weight? Why you got to go right with the fat jokes? I've only been here a minute. <laughs> Nobody said anything about Michael, donuts. My glasses are fine. <laughs> That's four dozen. Um, that, my glasses are fogged up already. They're going to be fogged up all night long. It's great to have you back, Uncle Mosh. Thank, Thank you for Thank being you. here. Thank great to have you. Uh, <laughs> I don't listen to the show when I'm not here. Was, no, any, was it any good? No, it was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Where's just, that little runt? It was just Where's Swaggy. It Jay? was just me the whole damn time. Was it really? It was just, yeah, I've done like the last four shows by myself, man. Dang it! And the thank, thanks for the. And I'm gonna thank everybody here. So, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna digress. All right. During your, uh, my, we'll call it my. <laughs> look at, like I just gotta go. Look at, he's got broken glasses. His mouse is broken. His computer don't work. He can't get his headset on right. But my belly's full. Yeah, Thank you, Murphy. Uh, Domenico's hooked Thank us up. You. I had the pizza sub today. Uh, the pizza sub. Oh, my gosh. I mean, tell me about it. Decadent. Italian sausage, pepperoni, mozzarella, uh, um, olives, red onion, marinara sauce a little bit of sweet in the marinara sauce silliness hotness hot sandwich oh my gosh it was so freaking good like i'm i had a little bit of a cheat day today and i blew it out at domenico's jeff murphy man makes the best sandwiches domenico i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry let's back up a second okay does max know you had a cheat day Max, my boo. Yeah. yeah, I told her. I told her I was going You're to. You're telling her already. You're already admitting to cheating. Not that kind of cheat. I had a, I had, a, I had a, a big hoagie, big nice sandwich instead of a salad. That's what I mean by cheat day, Uncle Mosh. Hey. Oh, I thought. Whoa. No. We're, we're taking Raiders fan radio to a whole new level. <laughs> Not that kind of cheat. Get, get Rico on the line. No. Let's get sexy talk going. <laughs> no. 
But uh, speaking of Max, I got the Max Condor shirt. Uh, Max Condor. Max Crosby Condor shirt on tonight, Mike. Right on. Yeah, yeah, right yeah. On. We're all what about, you wearing? Show, let me see. We're all about Max around here. Max. Max. Yeah, see? You got that? Isn't that cool? Nice. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Back to it here. All right, let's let's talk about the Raiders. Let's okay, talk so about the Raiders. there's some good stuff going on. Man. Tons and tons of stuff tonight. So you're gonna everybody that ever listens to this show and goes, you guys don't want to talk about the Raiders. Well, you're yet they're gonna get sick of hearing us talk about the Raiders because yeah. we got Raider news galore to get to tonight. Um, so appreciate everybody that's in here. Um, uh, but to start off the top of the show, this is episode 198. Okay, here right. let's talk about this real quick. One more little bit of housekeeping. Um, Oh, actually, before we get to that even, Kevin the Raider Nerd, $25 donation. Daniel Mangus, a $5 donation. Thank you, gentlemen. Right on. We appreciate you guys. I mean, a lot of donations already in the Super Chat tonight. Thank you, all four of you that have donated already. That is awesome. 100% of that money goes to the One Nation Foundation. Um, So this is episode number 198. So I was talking to Jeff Murphy today when I was at Domenico's. Here's what I'm thinking. We're... We got to do a 200 show. Exactly. And that will be four weeks roughly out. And uh, let me look at my calendar. Everybody that uh, should be and needs to be uh, uh, vaccinated at that point should be good. Um, I think we could be in a position where we could have you and me and Swago and Jeff Murphy all in here for episode number 200, which okay. should be really, really cool. Uh, except I can't. Why? So that's uh, what's the date on that, buddy? I don't know, Mosh. I'm just, we'll, we can set, get in the weeds on it later. Four weeks out? Yeah, we'll figure it out. I'm there. Okay, there you go. <laughs> Thank you. I just wanted to be wanted. <laughs> no, we want you. We're not going to do it without you, I promise. I'll, we'll, we'll move the day around if we have to, but look for us to do something really fun. Uh, for 200, we might even get Sonny to join us virtually. Uh, it should be a good time. So anyways, uh, that's episode 200, though, but for now, we are in episode number 198, and our buddy Swag Jeff calls in with uh, something relevant to Raider Nation amongst our show number, and so let's check in with Swago and see what he's got for 198. What's up, Raider Nation? It's your boy, Swag Jeff, coming at you with episode number 198 of RFR Live. Every week, Swag Jeff takes a significant moment in Raider history and relates it back to the episode number. And this episode is number 198. So close to 200. Oh, my gosh. Uh, episode number 198. We're going to take it back to the year 1998. Uh, more Good specifically, year. April 18th, 1998. Madison Square Garden, New York City. Of course, we're talking about the 1998 draft. That draft saw Peyton Manning before he threw out his forehead, Ryan (laughs) Leaf before he screwed the chokers, and at pick number four. Raiders' first pick. Take corner out of Michigan. Hall of Famer, Charles Woodson. That's right, Charles Woodson. He was our one in 98. Have a good show. Good job, Swaggo. That's a good job, Swaggo. That was a good one. That was a good one. All right, Uncle Mosh, let's hit some contact information and get into some respect. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so. Uh, All right, boys and girls, pay attention. You got your old Uncle Mosh here with an update. That's right. I got some stuff for you. Take out a piece of paper, a pencil, a pen. Use your pocket and carve the info into your dashboard as you're driving down the highway. First off, you need to like us on our fan page on Facebook. That's right. Go to Facebook at Raiders Fan Radio Podcast. Don't forget about the Twitter. You know your old Uncle Mosh. He twits now. That's right. Go to at Raiders Fan Radio. Also, don't forget the Instagram at Raiders 
Fan Radio. Or what about our website? That's right, RaidersFanRadio.com. <laughs> hey, if you want to, you if you want to, if you want to, you can even email us, show at RaidersFanRadio.com. Or call us on the Raiders Fan Radio Hotline, 909-345-3346. That's 909-345-3346. Don't forget, Merv's Fan Cave on the YouTube, where you can get all the show links, like the Fan Club Blitz with Splatterhead and Fitz. Find all our stuff on podcast providers like Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play. All right, did I hit the time limit? Good. Good. Uh, so I appreciate everybody that's in the chat tonight. Uh, a lot of good stuff in there. Atticus B. Rockin says 198 is also the number of attempts it took to get this show started. <laughs> <laughs> Let me shout them out real quick. Please. Crick, crick. Let me shout them yeah, out, out real quick. Uh, I got the manga, manga, manga there. Ron the Mater Raider. Hey, hanging in there, Ron. Lee B. Sugar Shane. Atticus B. Rockin. Aaron the Cute Dog Raider. Silver and Blacksmith. Am I still too close? Holy oh, yeah, mackerel. Right, there, yeah, right, right there, right there. Ta-da, Raider, Michelle Sweat, Corey Fleck. Hey, Raider, yeah. who's this, uh, who's the Kansas City guy that's been making Oh, Hefe KC. Hefe, are you here, Hefe? Hefe KC. He's, he's actually pretty cool. He's, he's yeah. in our chat every week, usually, yeah. Wow. And he always behaves himself. He doesn't do anything stupid or say it's, anything it's, lame. He's cool. Because he's got nothing else to do. That's what I say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, I appreciate everybody in the chat tonight. And also, thank you to those of you um, on the Facebooks. You know, Mosh, we're on the Facebooks. Now, this is something new since you've been here last. Uh, we're now on Twitch, and uh, we're on Facebook live well, as we well. Were, we were doing Facebook before I, I took my hiatus, and then you had started talking about the Twitch. That's a gaming That's thing, That's a right? gaming thing, yeah. yeah. So we're on the Twitch, and then what? not only are we on the Facebook, we're not just on my profile now. We're actually on the Raiders Fan Radio oh, nice. profile. Yeah, and so with it's pretty that, cool. you get to have more followers or something? It's just a bigger audience, yeah. It gives more. I mean, because there's five thousand people or fifty some odd hundred people or whatever that follow us on Facebook, oh, nice. and so it goes out to all of them. So if you choose to watch us on your Facebook feed, then you can watch us that way. Just wanted to create uh, as many ways as possible to consume the old uh, Raiders fan radio here. So, uh, and you can find all those different links and stuff in our show notes. And so, thank you and hello those of you that are out there. And we don't see that chat during the show, but I always go back and read it. So, um, so speaking of all that. Yeah, around here we like to give respect. We do give respect. We don't do props. We don't no. do shout outs. Nothing wrong with those no. things. But, uh, you know, we like to give a little bit of respect. So this uh, may seem a little self-serving here, but, you know, it's our show. We can do with it whatever we whatever want. Whatever we want. And uh, I want to give respect to the RFR listeners. Uh, I want to give respect to everybody that's a contributor to this show, from the Made Men, of course. Everybody that's in the chat. People that give us reviews online. All of our emailers, all of our callers, anybody again that contributes to the to the show by subscribing, um, just even if you're just hitting a thumbs up or telling a friend, um, that gives us such uh, an amazing lift and boost, and we thank you so much for that. You know, during this time of, of of COVID, it's been it's been tough on all of us in so many different ways. And every time we turn on these cameras and turn on these microphones, there is a group of you that gather around this show, and that is the beauty of Raider Nation. It is absolutely Absolutely family. It's La Familia, and it's not just words that get thrown around loosely. Um, you know, Mosh, I'm a competitive guy. Um, you? 
Yeah, I'm a little competitive. Okay. And, and I can get caught up in numbers. I can get, I can take a look around at the podcast landscape and look at other Raiders creators, Raiders content creators, and I can get a little competitive <laughs> and I can look at like, and I start to get into the contrast and compare game, which is a dangerous thing to do. Um, and I was having a conversation with my boo, Max, Max, uh, Max. Uh, just last week. And I was talking about that. And she was real quick to remind me that, you know what, man, it's not about like how many subscribers or how many, you know, podcast listens and things. She's like the community of people that have grown around your show is what your thing is all about. And like, as long as that exists, that the dump, the numbers don't matter. And it just really drew some perspective to me. And so out of that conversation, I just want to tell all of you that support us from the podcast selfies that I got stuck doing or the <laughs> hiatuses that we've taken or whatever, you know, the, we've gone off the rails and done star Wars shows now and all this stuff. You guys are always there. You're always supportive. And uh, just thank you, man. It, this, this Raider nation family is, uh, is no joke. And I appreciate you. And I re- want to give you all the respect in the world. Mosh, you want to say anything on that? There you go. Okay. All right. Well, let's hit a, uh, hit a, hit a, hit a, hit a clip. Hey, Raider Nation. Yeah. This is Max Crosby from the Oakland Raiders. And goes down and Max Crosby, who forced a fumble last week. You're listening to Murph, Mosh, and Swag Jeff on Raiders Fan Radio. Thank you so much. Just win, baby. I like the way he talks. Just win, baby. Yeah. Just win, baby. You got to love Max. All right. So let's get into some news news. Let's give you a salary cap update. Okay. Uh, Last show, Mosh, just a couple of uh, uh, weeks ago. You did a really good thing. You did a a, a Murph Fundamentals on salary cap. Yeah. Yeah. Did you listen? No. Hell no. I'm not going to listen to this stupid show. But somebody that listens told me. <laughs> What'd they tell you? They said, oh, that kid did a really good job. <laughs> okay, all right, thanks. He did a really good job on that thing you wrote. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, Murph Fundamentals on Salary Cap was really good. It was really, you, you, got, you got deep into the weeds without going too far into the, uh, uh, the, the technical part of it where we had to learn all the language and all that stuff. But you got you had a really nice little grasp for it. It was good. Thanks, yeah, Mosh. Thanks, it. thanks. Appreciate that. All right. So, on the heels of that, a lot of the things that uh, that I suggested that were possibilities for the Raiders, they've started to take action on. So, uh, one of the most recent and one of the larger ones, uh, no pun intended, or maybe, um, was moving on from from Trent Brown. We kind of all expected that he might get released, uh, but the Raiders wanted to shop him to see if they could get some value for him, which they did. They got a fifth-round pick, and then they had to send Trent Brown and a seventh-round pick to the Patriots, and here's what it sounded like. A big trade for the Patriots. Big, like actually huge. The Patriots, I'm told, are trading for former Raiders offensive tackle Trent Brown. Of course, remember, he became a star in New England after they made a trade for him, installed him as a tackle. He became a big-time player then and ended up going to the Oakland Raiders Got a massive contract, four years, $66 million. Was a pro bowler for the Raiders. This year did not go as well, and something that Mike Mayock was very public about. They wanted more consistency at right tackle. He said he believed that Trent Brown would be the best right tackle in the NFL if he was available. That is exactly what I'm told the Patriots believe they are getting. To get this deal done, 
Uh, Brown had to rework his contract. This deal has actually been done for a couple days. The contract was the thing that took a while. He had about two years. Uh, he had two years, about roughly $30 million left. Now agrees to a one-year $11 million deal, and he can be a free agent after the. All right, so so there we go. So we, we now know that we've now moved on from Richie Incognito, Gabe Jackson, and now Trent Brown. So three members of our of our offensive line that, you know, some members of Raider Nation are kind of flipping out, going like, wow, we're getting rid of three. But, like, you got to remember, two of these guys didn't play last year. So I would equate that to craps. Okay. Okay. When you look at dice and you say, this is how many times a seven can be rolled. This is how many times a six and eight can be rolled. This is how many times a, 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 a four and ten. This is how many times a five and nine. Okay, why would I not bet the field every time when I get eight numbers? Because two and twelve only got one way to come up when seven has 14 ways to come up. So let's look at how many downs did those three guys play? How much did they contribute? They're mm-hmm. playing the field, baby. Absolutely, that's a great point, Mosh. And uh, yeah, it's not much. Like when you, I think no. Richie played four snaps, and Trent Brown. I don't even know what the numbers were on him, but it's not many. It's like, not many. It's not many. Now, Gabe Jackson had a considerable amount of of, of snaps, but, sure. And but, the nine will come up, and the nine will come up. But here's what I what I what I wrote on Twitter, and and got uh, quite a reaction out of it. Not one that I expected. Gabe Jackson is not Gene Upshaw. No, like no, let's not freak out here. No. This we're not talking about a world class guard. No. We're talking about a guy that kind of struggles in the run a little bit. Like great player, fine player, not worth ten million dollars a year. I'm sorry, like no. and not a Hall of Famer, and not a Hall of Famer. So you're not going to pay him like one. So I, so no surprise there. And then here's the other thing too on the heels of this, there are tons of free agents coming out. There are so many players that are like your. You know, not necessarily like the top tiered guys because those guys don't get released out of contracts very often. But you are looking, there's players all over the place that are getting released. And these are like good players, like the guys that are like fringe pro bowl, pro bowl type players, which is kind of what we already had. And also, let's not forget this we have some players that contributed last year in these guys' absence. Um, I'm talking about John Simpson. I'm talking about Denzel Good. I'm talking about Brandon Parker. These guys played well. So it's not like we don't have like the cupboards bare here. Right. We've right. got some other players. So And those guys are young and they're gonna make their they're gonna Amen. and they're gonna only get better. Absolutely, Mosh. Absolutely. So, you know, John Simpson was a rookie for crying out loud. Like we got we're fine, guys. We're our running our our, our offensive line is not uh gonna be stressed as much as as I think it could be for the optics of it uh, on the surface. So here's what we got after the Trent Brown deal goes down. Down. Uh, so accounting for the Raiders draft class, that's going to be five million bucks that you got to save right. okay, out, of your, out of your space. Now the Raiders are in total have cleared $51 million. So they move on from Ty Williams, Gabe Jackson, Richie Incognito, LaMarcus Joyner, um, Trent uh, Brown. Um, that $50 million now puts us $30 million under the salary cap. Okay. So we've got $30 million worth of room. And still, Marcus Mariota has $10 million bucks that we can move on from. Jalen Richard has $3.5 million. And Jeff, Jeff Heath has $3 million. All three of those contracts can come off the board without having any dead cap space. It means you don't carry any of that stuff with you. Exactly. It means you can move on from the player, and they're gone, they're gone. That's another 16 almost $17 million, Mosh, that the Raiders could get. We got 
plenty of room to play with here. Um, one other name that's been mentioned in terms of like potential release is Carl Nassib because of the size of his contract. I don't see that happening because his dead cap money is fifty is five point seven million dollars. So that means that if the Raiders move on from him, they're still taking an almost six million dollar oh, cap that's hit. Too big of a no hit. matter what, yeah. you don't take that big of a hit. So he ain't going anywhere. But those other three, don't be surprised to see the Raiders move on from those guys. All right. So that's that kind of brings you up to speed on the cap. And of course, with all this cap room, the Raiders are going to be looking at signing free agents. Okay. And so it's funny when you think about the Raiders and free agency because we've had incredible success in free agency and we've had, especially during one season in particular or one era anyways, of, uh, of Al Davis managing the team, we had some freaking big whiffs. I mean, you know what I mean? Like really big ones. And so... Um, it was late in his career. Don't be starting on old people. <laughs> One phone call, and I'll have 25 guys here with white hair to kick your ass. <laughs> you got to get him out of the Hardys first at 5 a.m. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Well, do you don't know make me come over there. Do <laughs> <laughs> so I tell Uncle Mosh all the time? Look, show him your suspenders. Uncle Mosh, when he first got his suspenders, I go, good. I go, now you can go to Hardy's at 5 a.m. and have biscuits and coffee with the rest of the old white hairs. That oh, you suspenders. think that's funny, do you? That's funny. Because let me tell you something. <laughs> I'd rather have the hair turn gray than turn loose, you oh, bald Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, look. Oop, there you go. Yep, not much up there. <laughs> not much going on up there. Um, that's why I grew out the beard. I actually can do that. Um, all right, Mosh. So we've had some stinkers. We've had some good ones. Oh, my ones. gosh. Let's see how many you in the chat... <sighs> can pick off of both lists. So okay. let's go. So chat room, I want you to tell me who you think is on the Raiders' top 10 list. I got this out of the Mercury News. Top 10 biggest whiffs, you know, bad signings ever in the history of Raiders football. Give me your top 10 chat. I want to hear them. You guys know what a lot of the names are. So Mosh, while they're putting in their, 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 they're putting their thinking caps on there and tell us who they think. Um, who do you think? Who's who are the ones that you think would be well, on the list? Of- you know, you know what an old codger I am. You know <laughs> that. I mean, seriously, I'm going to say Lyle Alzado. Well, that was a Bronco. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're like uh, Bill Romanowski. Bill Romanowski. Yeah. What was that guy that could run real fast for the 49ers? I'm kidding, Jerry Rice. Oh yeah, I ain't no Raider. <laughs> what's that? What's that guy that Jeff had the that the, had the crush on? AB. Oh, AB. Yeah, that, well, you AB. You know, yeah, I mean, well, come that's, on. That's an honorable mention for that's sure. An honorable mention. Um, okay, so who do we got in it? We've oh my got, gosh, Here, let me read them out. Okay, yeah. Okay, so you got, of course, Randy Moss. Period. Uh, Randy Moss again. Warren Sapp. I'm with you. Reggie Nelson. Javon Walker. D'Angelo Hall. Uh, Fabian Washington, John Henderson, uh, you know, I Ooh, mean, good ones, yeah, guys. You know, there's these guys are all they're all over it. Good ones, uh, Jamarcus, of course, probably. Well, no, that wasn't a draft. That wasn't that a was, free that, agent. That, that was draft, that was not draft. free agent. That was a free agent. And same thing. So like Marinovich, like so those are those are players we drafted. These are just straight up free agents. So 
Uh, Ron the Materator says Sean Smith. Smith. Yep. Absolutely. Sean Smith is on there. Uh, he's number three on this list. And if you remember his first game when we were playing New Orleans, he got benched by Jack Del Rio for giving up a 98-yard touchdown pass to Brandon Ooh. Cooks. That Ooh. was pretty brutal. Uh, another name I saw floating around in there, I believe that was Mr. Wombat, said Javon Walker. That is number one on the list. Mosh, we paid him $44 million on a six-year deal and got 15 catches for 196 yards. Ay, ay, ay. And, of course, and of course our, our, our family's favorite, Kerry Collins. <laughs> yes. Yeah. As Sonny used to say, just because you're named after a girl doesn't mean you got to throw like one. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, just to round out your list, uh, Larry Brown is number two. Al had an infatuation with Super Bowl MVPs, man. And uh, so Larry Brown is number two. Jabril Wilson, if you remember him, safety from the Giants. LaMarcus Joyner is on the list at five. Vontez Burfecht. I thought that was interesting because Vontez really? played well, but he only played um, how many games? Four games? Uh, six games, maybe? Uh, let's see. Does it say on here? Uh, it didn't come with a huge price tag. Uh, Raiders rolled the dice on the offense suspended Burfecht. Um, yeah, suspended after four games for the rest of the season for helmet-to-helmet contact. So we got four games out of him. So he's on the list. Lamar Woodley is on your list. Aaron Brooks. Uh, Ray, Ray. Big play, Ray. Big play, Remember Ray. that? Oh, my gosh, from the Falcons. Uh, and then the other Super Bowl MVP that got a big contract from Al Davis, and that is Desmond Howard. He Al liked to play the come line. Yes, because explain he's, he's that. Say, well, uh, the, the come line is you put a bet on it, and the next dice that rolls, so I put a bet, I put, I put you know, $25 on the come line. The next time the dice roll, let's say it's a nine, the nine, you, then your, your bet gets moved to the nine, and you can add odds to it, saying that you're going to get a nine before Big Red, seven. You know? And, yeah, yeah, and yeah. That's, so that's, Al like the come line. You can be Super Bowl MVP, for somebody else, you can be Super Bowl uh, man, MVP that's right. for me. You're jonesing to go to the casino. Uh, dude, I am <laughs> out of control. I'm leaving Sunday. Are you really? Yeah, yeah, for four days. Are you? I'm out of control, yeah. Oh. Anybody want to meet me in Tunica, holla at me. Oh, my gosh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Anyway. I'll, I'll catch you on the next one. Yeah, yeah, on the next one. But that's, no, I mean, seriously, that's, that, that, that was, I think yeah, that was his mindset. Fair. You know? fair, yeah. All right, now let's shift gears. Best. All-time free agents. We're going to end on a high note. While Mosh is thinking of his, chat room, tell me yours. Who do you have as the all-time greatest free agent signings for the Raiders? We're talking now the history of the team. Now, granted, in the old days, free agency wasn't what it is in the modern era of football. So you really didn't see a lot of you know players get signed in big free agent deals. Really, Reggie White was like the first huge free agent deal if you remember that when he went from uh the eagles of course over to the packers um and kind of set the tone for modern day free agency and i believe that was what 96 97 something like that so really most of these deals are all kind of post that era um all right let's see here best ones uh you want to read them Mosh, and, or yeah, have you thought and, of anybody I, or what do you and got of course I, i'm 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 totally in line with most of these okay what do you uh, got of course q says jerry rice adam hill says okay rich hold on G- that's number four. Oh, it is and number jerry four. rice okay, number okay. four on the list okay uh, rich gannon of course number uh, one number absolutely. one absolutely uh, super me, bowl mvp let i mean me guess, uh, excuse me nfl mvp charles woodson where was he no he was a draft he was a draft but uh 
Rod Woodson. Rod Woodson. There yes, you go. That's what I, I meant. Yeah. Because uh, Wombat said that. I got I got all excited. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm better in a minute. <laughs> uh, Aaron says, "Old man Willie Brown uh, was he a free agent acquisition?" Traded for him from Denver. Remember, this is the, this is all going to be like modern era of football. Okay, what about this? Uh, I hate it, but they I got they got Jerry Rice on there. They got yeah, Romanowski four. on there. Charlie Garner. Charlie, who did that? That was Wombat. Wombat's right on. He's Wombat, got all kinds of good stuff. Absolutely, number twenty-five, uh, two thousand and one. Let me read this one. This is a good one. When Napoleon Kaufman abruptly retired to devote time to his ministry, Garner came in from the Niners, and in the two thousand and two season for the AFC champion Raiders, um, he had. Uh, uh, 941 yards receiving, 962 yards rushing, and is by far the most overlooked spectacular season in franchise history. I agree. Charlie Garner was a baller for us in that 2002 season. Absolutely. And often gets overlooked. That's a great call-out, Wombat. And then here's three big ones. Okay. Okay, you got Plunkett, Plunkett. Waller, and Bo Jackson. Plunkett, Waller, and Bo Jackson. So yeah. those are good. Waller those is are really good. Those are good. Now, let's see. Bo, they got the rights to Bo. They didn't trade for him, or they didn't sign him as a free agent. They got the rights for him out of the draft. So I don't think that one counts. Who are the others in there? Uh, I said uh, Waller. Wa- Waller. And now, Plunkett. We got the rights to Waller from Baltimore, but I don't remember how we got that. Plunkett, well, I think, Plunkett was a, went to San Fran, and you know, right out of Stanford, and New England, and New England, and then and I then think came to that us. Counts. Why is that one not on this list? That's know. it. That one. That one might count as a straight up free agency. So round out the list though for the ones that um, are are on here. Rodney Hudson, man. Rodney Hudson's. Are, I see. I, I'm saying he's up. I mean, when this is all said and done, when Rodney's all said and done. He's going to be up there towards the top. I, you know what? As as magical as Rich Gannon was, and again, as I mentioned, NFL MVP and all that, he really had like three spectacular years for us. Rodney Hudson's going to go down with like a twelve year career with the Seriously. Raiders, being a just being like they're, the they're, best player on our be team. They're going to be talking Rodney Hudson and and Double O in the same sentence. I agree. Uh, easily, he's Hall of Fame easily. candidate. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Derek Burgess, you guys remember Derek Burgess, pass rusher uh, for the Raiders, got him in 2005. That was huge. They've got Crabtree on here. Uh, I agree with that. Signing Crabtree, I still to this day think that he was the best complimentary receiver to Derek Carr. I mean, those two guys, you look at the the height of their, um, I think of their production, it came with each other. I don't think independently of one another. You know, I know Crabtree had some good success with the Niners, and we're not downplaying that. But I think that there was a, a very unique connection with Derek Carr and Michael Crabtree. Um, and then the rest of the list, they got Coleccio Semele on here. I'm like, eh, I kind of see that. He was good, but I don't know. It wasn't really long-tenured. Uh, Donald Penn, that's a good one. There it is. Donald Penn was a good left tackle for us for a long time. And then here's an interesting one. I thought this is an often overlooked one. Coming in at number 10 is William Thomas. William Thomas is uh, one of the reasons Gruden is so beholden to veterans. After going to two Pro Bowls with Philly, Thomas had nine interceptions in two years at ages 31 and 32 as a wow. weak side linebacker for the Raiders on teams that went 22 and 10. He also had 166 tackles, and 14 of those were for losses. So, so pretty cool stuff Dude, there, that's man. That's balling out. That's balling I don't out. Care man. What age you are? Ab- that's playing some. 
some game right absolutely, there. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. And that's what one of the players that was key uh, leading to the resurrection of our Raiders uh, back in the early 2000s there. So anyway, so good stuff there. Uh, appreciate you, chat room. Uh, love some of the names that are flying in here. Tyrone Wheatley, um, Michael Bush. Michael Bush, we drafted him out of, out of Louisville. Um, so like a lot of the draft players don't necessarily count. They were just straight up uh, free agents. All right, um, Mosh, let's uh, hit a break for me. Let me get my breath here, and then let's uh, jump into uh, some of Mike's Ma- Mike Mike's Mayock Mike Mayock's <laughs> recent comments. <laughs> Patrick Claybaum with NFL Network here. Hey, folks, I know three things you might like. Do you like football? Do you like the Las Vegas Raiders? Do you like listening to things? I'll add a fourth. Do you like swag? Well, here we got Swag Jeff, Murph, Uncle Mosh. This is Raiders Fan Radio. And now for something completely different. Uncle Mosh, you're the smartest man alive. <laughs> you having fun over there with your soundboard or what? It's been a minute. <laughs> I'm so excited. And, and you know, I was worried because... We're running out of time. My life is running out of lifespan. What do you do? You got to use the bathroom? <laughs> America, go to the YouTube right now. <laughs> uh, so speaking of the YouTube, Mosh, who's in there in your chat room? <laughs> Mr. Wombat, Duke City Raiders, Sugar Shane, Tyrone Graves, Aaron the Q-Dog, Adam Hill, Gary Bussey, uh, Chevy Silver Raider, Lee Wait a B. minute, Gary Bussey? Gar- what did Gary I Busey? Where, did I, where am I at? Is that the Gary Busey? That's the Gary Busey. Wow, that's that's uh, that's pretty high-profile celebrity we got in there. And Dale Earnhardt Jr. Oh no, no, that's Dell Jr. Oh, Dell Jr. There's no. <laughs> yeah, but around here, that's how they say it. Dell Jr. <laughs> Dell Jr. Here, no. Dell Jr. Flying around the four curve. <laughs> Sorry, I had a flashback. <laughs> uh, that's awesome, man. Well, thanks, Gary Busey, man. We're uh, we're all big Buddy Holly fans, and uh, you just did spectacular work in that movie. Um. All right, uh, let's get to Mike Mayock. You think anybody in the chat will get that reference? I don't know. That's, yeah, surely that's, they will. You guys know that? Tell me, tell me if you know that. Tell me if I just, if I just showed my age a little bit there. Um, did. I did. Uh, all right, so uh, Mike Mayock, our fantastic general manager, uh, he's, held, he's, he's, he's in the public eye. Like, I really can appreciate the job that Reggie McKenzie did when he was our general manager. But one of the things that I like more about Mayock and less about uh, the way Reggie managed was that Mike is more public facing. Um, Reggie would kind of come out once or twice a year, do a really, you know, chilled out press conference, and then he would go away again. And, and so I like this idea that, you know, Mayock is a TV guy. He's front and center. Uh, you hear from him a lot. You kind of just get, a, like, I feel, a deeper insight into what's going on with the team. And so uh, he did a... A Zoom meeting the other day and connected with a lot of the local uh, uh, beat writers and reporters, you know, guys like Paul Gutierrez and Jerry McDonald and all the names you're familiar with, you know, to Sean Reed that are associated with covering the Raiders. So let's jump into some of those comments. Um, I just pulled a few sound bites from things that I thought were interesting. And uh, let's hear from Mike on what he thinks the Raiders have to offer. What would attract a free agent to, uh, to come play for the Raiders? Who might be that person in the Raiders locker room that you can that can reach out to these other uh, free agents and say, "Hey, come to Vegas. This is the place to be." 
Yeah, it's an interesting conversation, and I think uh, I think the guy that has the most cachet is our head coach. And I get questions about John Gruden all the time by people all over the country. And uh, I think John has a special persona about him. I think Derek Carr has earned a lot of respect around this league from an awful lot of people. Uh, and I think in this day and age where players spend more time from, op from opposing teams, you know, through social media and whatever. Players are always hanging out, talking, sending messages back and forth. I think in this day and age, there's more of that than there ever was. In the old days, it used to be kind of guys talking together at the Pro Bowl. You know, today it's all day, every day, all 32 teams, the players interact all the time. So I, I do think we have some guys that are highly respected throughout the league, and I think uh, the fact that John Gruden is who he is, the city of Vegas is what it is, uh, it's kind of an interesting recruiting tool for us. All right, so a couple things that I want to unpack, Mosh, is that number one, um, we heard from Trent Sig, uh, long snapper for the Raiders, joined us on the show last week, and um, and he mentioned how amazing the facilities are now. Correct. Uh, we also heard that from Compton about how it plays a role in guys wanting to go places on like how nice the facilities are. Like It's a big deal. Now you've got the backdrop of the city of Vegas. You've got this, you know, wild and crazy coach that everybody is highly familiar with because they watched the players that are coming into the league now. And, you know, the younger players like watched John on Monday Night Football and like, you know what I mean? Right, like right, right. watched him win a Super Bowl and whatever. So he's a larger than life figure potentially to them. Do you think that this whole package of what the Raiders have to offer now, um, how much of a difference do you feel it makes? How much of a difference of a presentation is it now what? versus what it was in Oakland? <clears throat> you're, missing, you're missing the biggest thing in the whole the, Please. the whole thing, the biggest thing, money. <laughs> and, I, and I'm serious yeah. because you've got, the, you've got Oakland, which is where? California, which is the highest taxed state uh. out of all of them. And so, hey, guess what? So I'm going to give you $30 million, and after you pay your people and the government, you're going to see this little tiny bit of it, or I'm going to give you $30 million, you pay your people, and you go to a state that doesn't have an income tax? Where do you want to play? Well, uh, I don't look good in baby blue, so I'm not going to the Titans, which also doesn't have a state right, income tax. Right. So why not wear silver and black? That's a great point, Mosh. Man, that's how, a great we're, point. We're talking millions and millions of dollars. Yeah, because these guys are in the highest of tax brackets. They're in the highest of tax brackets, and if and if you have a if you have a career that you're playing, and and who knows when it's going to end? It can end in one snap. It doesn't even have to be a snap. It can end in practice. You can be done. So so to take that amount of money. And to have that part of your nest egg, yeah, yeah. Excellent point. Excellent point. All right, uh, let's see. Let's go to his next comment here. Uh, here he talks about being nimble. This is interesting. Aaron, the Q-Dog Raider, I know you're in the chat. Um, I almost pulled this just for you. Uh, Aaron has been highly critical of the way that Lynn Bowden Jr. from Kentucky was treated when the Raiders drafted him, that the unfairness – of switching him to a different, unfamiliar position and then trading him away, Aaron felt that he was slight. Aaron's a big Kentucky football fan, and, and I always thought it was a fair point. Um, I didn't take it on the nose as much as Aaron did because I'm not a Kentucky guy. Um, but, you know, but it was always a fair point to be made. Listen to what Mike Mayock has to say about this. This is very interesting. 
to kind of look back to last year in the draft and say, did we did we make any mistakes? And I think sometimes, you know, we I think we thought that we were in a good place because all seven of our picks were in the first four rounds in a COVID year. And I think if you look back at it and you go, in a COVID year, should you be picking guys that perhaps are a projection from one position to another? You know, we took the kid from Kentucky in the third round and ended up trading him to Miami before the season started. That was a projection. He was a college slot receiver and a quarterback, and we tried to move him to running back in a pandemic year. And to be honest with you, I don't think it was fair to the kid. You know, we don't even see him face-to-face live until training camp in July. Um, You take Amik Robertson in the fourth round. He was an outside corner. And even though it doesn't sound like a big change to go to nickel, in a COVID year with no reps, trying to learn run fits in the corner or the nickel position that he never had to do before, that's asking a lot. So basically what I'm saying is that I think in a COVID year, you've got to be nimble. And you've got to learn lessons, and you've got, to, you've got to try to leverage the draft for whatever you can. And right now, I mean, I had meetings again yesterday with all my – we had 11 or 12 days in a row with all the scouts, uh, draft meetings. They're gone now. But uh, what we talked about was trying to be flexible, be nimble. All 32 teams are under the same set of rules, so it's up to us to answer all those questions. Like, the, for instance, the medical is going to be difficult this year for all 32 teams. It's going to come in late. And it might not be as finite. We still have to get our answers. You can go to pro days, but you can't talk to players face-to-face. Well, we're going to travel all over the country, including myself, to watch kids work out live. I can't put them on the board. I can't take them out to dinner. I can't do anything to get to know this kid more. And, and that, for me, is the biggest part because I think trying to get to know what's important to the kid, it's like if any of you guys have college-age kids and you're worried about their fit, you know, what college fits for them coming out of high school? And that's, that's kind of the way I try to look at it. What's the best fit? for the? Do we fit for this kid? Is he fit in our building? And if you don't get face-to-face with him, it's hard. You can do all the Zooms you want. You know, we're doing Zooms right now. I, I guess you guys, but I think you guys would rather sit here and we could have a conversation face-to-face, and you'd probably get a little more out of it. All right, Mosh. You said huge there. Elaborate on that. Well, <clears throat> couple things i think it's i think it 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 goes to the man's character number one when you can admit your mistakes yep and and we've always said that we i mean we've been big fans of this guy you know from from that first draft and it's just to me it's it's huge when you got a front office that you don't feel bad about following and you don't feel bad about putting your trust behind and that when a guy can come out and say we messed up we done messed up then there's there's I like that. I like it I too. like that, man. I like you know, that's that's kind of yeah, okay, I messed up, but I'm not gonna mess up again. I'm gonna learn from Amen. my mistakes. Amen. You know? So here we go. That's I loved it too, man. You know, I tell my boys all the time, and I learned this from you. You know, our character is not defined by the mistakes we made. Uh, our character is defined by what we do in response. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And 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 clearly Mike Mayock is 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 following suit to that practice. And I I think it's I think it's great as well, Mosh. Uh, all right, next up, let's – okay. You can't get a Mike Mayock press conference or any other Raider press conference without somebody asking about the damn quarterback. Like, <laughs> What's his name? Mary uh, what? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so anyways, here we go. Here's the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the obligatory Derek Carr uh, question. Jeez. And here's what Mike Mayock had to say in response. 
And I'm going to tell you the same thing I've told you guys the last couple of years, which is I think Derek Carr had his best year yet under John Gruden. Uh, I, I think he's one of the top quarterbacks in the NFL, and we couldn't be happier with him. And I tell you every year, I mean, we evaluate every position every year. I have no idea who, can, who, who might call me or who might not call me. So you have to do the evaluations both on your own players and every other player in the league. And you got to stack your boards and understand what league value is all around the league. And we do that. But if you're asking me about Derek, I mean, I think John and I would both stand shoulder to shoulder and pound the table for Derek Carr. All right. I'm, I'm going to say it, probably keep saying it. This next year, Mark Davis is going to own the team. John Gruden is going to coach them. Mike Mayock is going to be your general manager. And Derek Carr is going to be your quarterback. What you think, Mosh? Man, we got to draft a quarterback. <laughs> Car ain't crap. Check downs, pitch the ladder, whatever that hook and, hook and crap, crap. He sucks. But we're going to trade. Nah, he, got, he ain't coming back. We're, I got news for you. We're going to trade four draft picks we're for gonna Russell Wilson. We're going to trade four draft picks for Russell Wilson. Marcus Mariota. Hey, this just in. Okay. Marcus Mariota is being traded. Probably. No, he's being traded. Oh, I is. know where he's going. Where's he going? Chicago. He's Mac f- is back. <laughs> <laughs> we're giving him Marcus Mariota and all of our first and round all draft, our first round draft pick. picks. Yeah, yeah, we're giving Chicago all their first round Everything they want. Anything they want. Oh, my we're God. Seriously? It's crazy. Look, someone's gonna go, someone is going to go all in for Deshaun Watson. Someone is going to go all in for Russell Wilson. Like Mike Mayock said, they answer the phone calls. But listen. It, the value isn't there. Like, the Raiders are not going to trade a bunch of draft capital away for another quarterback. Derek Carr is going to be your quarterback. Just deal with it. Don't root for the Raiders that aren't. Root for the Raiders that are. And he is. Embrace it. Like, th- he is the Raiders' starting quarterback. So, like, how can you be a Raider fan and not root for your quarterback? I don't understand it. Like, <sighs> it's crazy to me. And he's not bad. Like, that's whatever. That's a whole, a whole other thing. <sighs> All right, but it doesn't matter. Shoulder to shoulder, slamming on the table. Car is our quarterback. Car is our quarterback. Shoulder to shoulder, slamming on the table. Car is our quarterback. I wrote it down. There you go. You know who else has got our quarterbacks back? Who's that? Probably the most dynamic player on our football team, and that's our tight end, Darren Waller. Well, there you go. That Russell stuff come out. I'm going to tell you, y'all boys get Russell Wilson and Gruden. Call my dog. Y'all get Russell Wilson. And Gruden and them weapons he got over there. Y'all boys be favorite to to bang with them Chiefs. Y'all are already the ones who bang with them Chiefs now. You know what I'm saying? That, that Russell Wilson, how you felt about that news, though? Uh, I mean, I feel like it's something new every week. Uh, they're, trying to get, they're trying to get Derek out the paint every week. Um, I mean, of course, Russell Wilson is a great quarterback. I mean, even like Deshaun Watson. Like, of course, you want to play with them dudes. But, I mean... I'm I'm, rock, I'm rocking with Derek Carr to the end, you know. Uh, if if something like that were to happen, I mean Russell Wilson is, I mean his work his work speak for itself. So there's a lot of quarterbacks right. in the league that everybody would want to play with, and Russell Wilson definitely at the top. But you know, what I'm saying I'm I'm, I'm rocking with Derek until he's done. Who was interviewing him? Uh, Keeb Talib, former Broncos corner. I know I can't stand Why the was guy. He talking to him. I don't know. He's got a podcast or something. I don't know. That's uh, the guy that, that ripped freaking right, Crabtree's yeah, chain right, off and all that. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't like him either. Jeez. <laughs> Why do people try to start 
stuff. I know, right? Why yeah. did I start stuff? Well, I know, right? It's like, good radio. Wasn't, That's why it's good radio. I, I guess, but clearly he was trying to instigate him into an answer. Trying to, he was trying to, to get something. There. He was trying to get something out of him. Yeah. yeah. That was not having your guests back, I would say. No, not at all. Not at all. That was, frankly, kind of antagonistic. It was very antagonistic. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. yeah, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. Never liked to leave then, and certainly don't like him now. All right. Yeah. Um, all right, so there you go. Dirk Carr's your quarterback. <laughs> I'm going to stand shoulder to shoulder with John Gruden and slam the table. Carr is our quarterback. That's it. Please. Oh, my gosh. You know, sometimes I just don't. Sorry. Hey, this is Pete Koch, <laughs> former Los Angeles Raiders. Yeah, back in the old days, baby. Talk about it, Pete. And you're listening to Murph and Uncle Moss, who happens to have the same hair as me. Check it out. Raiders Fan Radio. All right, Uncle Mosh, I know you've been slammed. It's been production weeks for you, so uh, you haven't had time to watch a lot of TV. I got it on V. I got it on. I almost said VHS. VHS, did no, you? No, it's not. It's not VHS. You got a tape? I got, do have a tape. You have a tape. No, I don't. <laughs> you Shut one. up. You're making me say this stuff. You're as bad as Talib. <laughs> I'm going to start calling you Murph Talib. <laughs> you have it recorded, Mosh. I have it. I have a DVR. You have a DVR. There you go. DVD. 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 Yeah. Uh, so Am I opening a PDF? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you're looking for a grout brush. Okay. Oh. So have you seen those commercials? Yeah. Oh I my love gosh. Them. I love I them. Love They're them. so funny. Um, it's my world. <laughs> it, it is so you. <laughs> Especially when he starts directing the guy out of the parking oh my spot. God. You, I got an email today. Oh, okay. To answer this, you got to go to the Google form. Oh, what? <laughs> I had to Google Google Form. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know what that stuff means. Yeah. I so I had, and then I had to do an auto signature. What is that? An auto signature? Yeah. So I just printed it out. I wrote it on paper. I took a picture with my camera, and I said, "This is all I can do." Did it I, work? I, I don't. <laughs> I don't. If I get a paycheck next week, we'll find out. <laughs> Okay. Oh my gosh, to oh leave. All right, here we go. <laughs> All right, so we're talking about, of course, Al Davis versus the NFL, the amazing 30 for 30 that came out. Uh, I don't know what it was a, a month ago now. You're you are gonna love it. This is your yeah, no, wheelhouse. This is this is this is my plan for spring break before I, I jump in the car and go to I've got I've got so much to catch up on. Okay. Yeah, I okay, got a good. big old bottle and I, I mean <laughs> I mean I got some stuff. And and um <laughs> and I got a really soft chair. Nice. You know, yeah. I, yeah, and I'm ready. You're ready. Yeah. You're ready. So yeah, you're gonna love it. It's fantastic. And so uh um been a lot of cool um you know feedback coming from that thing. Of course, everybody is is uh you know obviously Raider fans are 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 you know uh amazed by the show, but also just kind of in general, like people right, that are just right, right. NFL fans uh, have loved this thing. And, and so our buddy Rich Eisen had the uh the the show's director Ken Rogers on, and this is really cool. Okay. Yeah, and I'm and I'm playing this because there's a message here that look this isn't me soapboxing or anything like that i just would like to suggest that in today's polarizing society the idea that we can sometimes agree to disagree 
or at least be friendly when we choose different sides of, of a particular topic. Man, and I'm that, talking to you. That needs to be out there. Right. And I'm talking to you, Raider Nation, especially. Like, I'm not making it political. I'm making it about, like, because there's this whole, like, these car haters versus car stands and all this thing, this, this vitriol that happens amongst Raider fans on social media. Like, why don't instead, why don't you be more like Al? He's the patriarch. He's the maverick, right? He's the one that we all freaking gather up around and celebrate and lift up. So maybe we should all be a little more like Al. Let's listen in to, to why. Al Davis versus the NFL. I, You know what? When I heard that this was going down and you were directing it, I'm like, this is must-see television. And this is also television I can't believe we are seeing. Could you – I, I, if I had told you maybe at the outset of your tenure at, at NFL Films, hey – the NFL is going to be, uh, yeah, that, that sounds like a 30 for 30. What if I told you that you were going to actually do a film on Al Davis suing the NFL? <laughs> I mean, this is crazy that this is actually going down right now. It's true. I mean, the fact that we could tell this story as a testament to the NFL opening up its archives, and, you know, it's 40 years old now, but there's some incendiary stuff in here. I mean, when you talk about, an, uh, an owner of a team suing the National Football League and insulting the commissioner of the league on the courthouse steps. I mean, it's amazing. And then another owner testifying against Al Davis and having a heart attack while on the stand. I mean, this is equivalent. <laughs> Think about today if Jerry Jones was testifying against Robert Kraft, and while he's doing so, he has a heart attack and is wheeled out and then Robert Kraft comes out onto the courthouse steps and says he has no respect for Roger Goodell uh, because he has led the NFL down the wrong path and he's suing them. I mean, it, it, it was insanity and it would blow up Twitter today if it happened. And it was great to revisit that the Wild West of NFL business practice. If there was only such a thing as an at Al Davis account. <laughs> yes, sir. I agree with you, Ken Rogers. Yes. It would be. So what is one of a kind. What did you learn from this? Is, is there anything that you learned from from this uh, documentary? Here's what I learned, and I think it's a great lesson for all of us. Um, and, and you certainly knew Al, and, and those of us who – I only met him briefly, but those of us who mostly heard stories see him as a, as a rebel, um, a contrarian, an outlaw maybe – but he was not a bad guy. He was actually a really good guy. Yeah, he was. And I think it's easy to see people who fight authority and uh, go against the norm and see differently than you do. Uh, certainly these days in America, it's easy to see opponents as enemies uh, because they see things different differently than you do. And Pete and Al fought tooth and nail. I mean, Roselle Davis was the war to end all wars for decades. But at the end of the day, when Pete Roselle retired in this film, you see it, Al Davis has one of the most heartfelt soliloquies about his opponent and describes them hugging, physically hugging, and even mentions the word love. And you realize that back then, opponents didn't mean good and bad. They, they respected each other. There was actually even love for each other. 
um, even though they went to court and, and sued each other <laughs> and disliked each other on many levels, um, they didn't let it go into hatred and vitriol uh, the way I think it's easy to do in today's world and, and with today's social media. Mosh, talk about that and then take us into break. <clears throat> Different and complementary doesn't equate to lesser and better. Hey, what's up? It's Brockman from the Rich Eisen Show. And it's Del Tupo from the Rich Eisen Show. You're listening to Murph and Mosh on On Raiders Raiders Fan Radio. Yes! All right, Mosh, who do we got in the chat room tonight? Oh, my gosh, D-Mag, Uncle Mosh. Oh, wait, that's me. <laughs> Q-Dog, Tyrone Graves, <laughs> Michelle is in there. Oh, where's my mouse? Let me, uh, kill Jadas, kill Jadas, Chevy Silver Raider, the host. No, I'm sorry, I said the host freak. The heat freak. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse Carrera, who messed with my glasses? There's like, there's like Ruben fingerprints all over. There, yeah. yeah, they're no, it's mine. And uh, <laughs> Anthony Provencio, Glocks are us. I love that. Gary Busey's still there. He's saying, ha, 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 ha. Gary Busey's in the chat. Gary love Busey's it. in the chat. Welcome, Gary Busey, man. We're big fans of your work. Um, all right, let's jump into some some good morning football clips. I uh, got a couple more segments for you here before we get into uh, the Sea of Fans mailbag. Uh, we're huge fans of good morning football. Love this show. Uh, of course, your main crew of Kay Adams, Peter Schrager, Nate Burleson, and, and, uh, and Kyle Brandt, man, who is... He's gone top rope on this show numerous times. Yeah, we lo- Kyle Brandt is freaking funny. And I love his analogies that he comes up with. And this one I got a really big kick out of. He compares Derek Carr to the movie National Treasure. No. Yes. It's very good. Have you seen National Treasure, Mosh? <laughs> yes. Okay, here you go. It feels like just Stafford, except maybe less ta- talented than Stafford. There's nothing wrong with Matt Stafford. The quote from Ingold, it's like, everybody loves Carr. He's a, he's a good guy. He's a good teammate. He's a good leader. Uh, he's 10-9 and nine in primetime in his career. He's 17-24 and 24 against the rest of the AFC West, against teams that finished with a winning record. He's 14-45. and 45. I said earlier in the show, if I were to rank all 32 teams in order of who needs to make the playoffs the most this year, I'd have the Cardinals at two, have the Las Vegas Raiders at one. One. You have this $100 million head coach, this franchise quarterback. Not new only stadium. have you missed it, new stadium, new town. Not only have you missed it the last couple of years, like you've blown it. You've fallen apart. Yeah. And I'm trying my best to describe the Derek Carr experience because what a great guy. You root for him. It's the kind of guy you want in the NFL. The Derek Carr carousel. It feels like when you're on a Sunday on the couch, and maybe you're just like a tad hungover and really lethargic, and you, w- watching Derek Carr year after year is like watching a, a TNT movie with commercials. Like you're watching like National Treasure, and you've seen it a hundred times, but like you're on the couch and like it's entertaining you, and you don't want to get up, and then eventually you're like, enough, I'm changing the channel. You start channel surfing and, channel, and you can't find anything. And then it comes back from you commercial back and you're up. like, oh, screw it, I'll stick with National Treasure. <laughs> That's the off season every year for the Red. You. It's pretty good. Yeah. I'm entertained. 
I'm not having my hair blown back like the guy in the Maxell capes. Like, this is the greatest thing ever, but, like, it's getting me through my Sunday. Yeah. And I'll just keep riding with this because it's cool and it's nice and it says the right things. And it kind of puts us in a position to compete before eventually blowing it. <laughs> oh my that gosh, hilarious? that's so funny. That's so funny. That's I think so that's funny. funny. I think that that's the kind of like any criticism to lobby it there. Like that's the kind of stuff yeah. that like yeah. that I you know I think there's room for. And there's I think there's a lot of truth there to that. You know what I mean? Oh my gosh. That's so funny. It's like, yeah, so anyways, uh, let's get him a decent. So what's so what's in the off season? Okay. Let's let's preface it with the on season. Okay. I like in it. the on season, our significant others be it, be it whoever, whatever gender they are, they are they are out of the picture on Sundays. A lot of times. You know, a lot of times they're out of the picture. As a general rule, most of our listeners are guys. Michelle, no, absolutely no kind of slight to you at all. But as a general rule. Because she runs the Raider show. and that absolutely, and, uh, absolutely You know does, what I'm saying? She's yeah. wonderful. And, and, and hey, Queen Haley, right? Queen Haley, we, we, we've got our, we've got them. But as a general rule, our guys, yeah, a lot of guys. We 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 tend to say, okay, hon, give me that honeydew list on Saturday because Sunday I'm parking my butt in front of the TV or I'm going over to your house right, or, right, right. or whatever, right? But in the off season, we make up for it. Yes, we spend those Sundays at home. We we you know we we get we we get two days of honeydew lists. We get. So we we sometimes it's time for the we, farmers market we, we like do, yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. we do what we got to do right you know and that's okay but we got to go to movie or two <laughs> when we can't watch National Treasure when okay. we can't watch those go to ones okay. for me Goonies is on all the time I'm watching Goonies all the time that's <laughs> a great movie I love that movie it's an amazing I'm, movie I'm showing it in class right now but anyway <laughs> um we 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 got that but there's that go to and I don't use the word chick flick anymore cuz I got I got told by a, a, a person who was who was offended by that term. Okay. So I use rom-com. Okay. That romantic comedy. Sure. Okay. There's and and, and uh, we're big rough and tough raider fans blah 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 we don't do rom-coms. I love a good rom-com. Okay. And mine is overboard. I'll watch the, that the then. remake with no, Kate Hudson or no, the original no, with Kurt Russell no, and Goldie Hawn. Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn. Goldie Hawn is hot. <laughs> Goldie Hawn got me through puberty from laughing, okay? Goldie Hawn is hot, and she's super hot in Overboard. In Overboard, yeah. And I love that movie. Kurt Russell's funny as crap. He's I great, mean, man. He is so funny. Yeah. You know, so I they're not gonna they're not gonna admit it, but we we've got them. Our chat has got the rom-coms. We know there's gotta be. I mean, what is is a uh, 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 pretty woman is a funny one. Yeah, that's a rom com. Pretty, pretty woman is a rom com. Yeah. So, and then that that guy that we don't talk about, he made all those movies with Meg Ryan, Sleepless in Seattle, and you. Got yeah, we don't him. talk about we don't that. Talk guy. about him. So we can't watch those. No, but but I'm telling you that for me that when that, Harry met Sally is that kind Harry, of your wheelhouse when, or that, what? Ab, abs, you know why? Because of all the sports guys in it, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. that's Max. That's Max. That's yeah. one of her favorites. That's, and that's, if I'm gonna go in that route, okay, here's where I go. And this Raider fan or football fan, you'll appreciate this. Jerry Maguire. Jerry Maguire is genius. Jay Moore is great in it. Tom Cruise, Renee Zellweger, all that. But so many, of course, Cuba Gooding Jr. absolutely steals the show. But and a, a great rom com. And very sports heavy, and has some yes, amazing lines yes, in it. Yes. Lines that I still use. 
Like, uh, like, you know what I mean? Like, the Jerry Cantrell from Allison Chains even shows up in it. Right, so I'm right, gonna go, right. I'm going right. to go Jerry Maguire if I'm going to go quote rom-com. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, all right. Captain Ron is a shout Captain out. Captain Ron. Captain Ron is a good one. <laughs> That's such a good, a good movie. Yeah. I forgot about that. But I'm just going, you know, since, since ever since they, they, they closed down, they closed down all those, those places to go rent things. You can't oh, go to Blockbuster. Well, yeah, but and but the rest of the world streams, but you can't. Cause I don't have internet. You don't have internet out there no, in the middle of nowhere no, where you live. The, you know, I, I give up living at uh, Romancing the Stone. Oh, oh that's one. a good movie. That's such a good, such kind an of an Indiana Jones ripoff, but a very good. Yeah, such an underrated. Yeah, very but good. Anyway, all right. So what, what were we talking about? The Raiders. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. We're talking about off-season. Oh, let's no, go. We, to, were, we were talking about off-season. Oh, there you go, off-season. That okay. off-season, what we do, when we, go. we're trying to, you know, spice things up just to, <laughs> just so we can get through <laughs> to the next, <laughs> next season. But, you know, <laughs> hey, Is Rico so, next? What are we so at? my thing with, you know, uh, that's, that's kind of like kind of like I brought up Goonies so I could talk about Matuzak. There you go. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Goonies never, Moving right Goonies never die. Raiders and pop culture. Yeah. What, What's the, a, what is he got? Uh, here you go. Here you go. All right, let's talk about that. Uh, so, Nobody oh, enjoyed do that. a good Donnybrook. More than sixth-year linebacker, Phil Villapiano. <laughs> Did I go early on that? This is Phil Villapiano, and you're listening to Raiders Fan Radio. Okay, Gary Busey. Gary Busey. Gary Busey. What do you say? Andre the Giant and Princess Bride. Oh, now that now that's a good one. That's that is uh that is a definitely that's a good definitely one. a good one. Yeah. yeah, good shout out there, Gary. Leave it to the legend. The legend, Gary, Gary Busey. Busey. Uh, Michelle Sweat says, "For love of the game." That's a great uh, one, man. Absolutely. absolutely. That's All right, here any, we go. yeah. Okay. Ty the Raider says, "The Phantom Menace." <laughs> <laughs> like, that was one of my favorite Star Trek movies. Oh, you need new batteries, bro. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Ron. <laughs> Ron says, does Tombstone count as a rom-com? Yes. Yes, Ron. As yes, a matter of fact, it does. Yeah. Yeah. You you tell you tell Curly Bill that uh the that uh, the that the herps are coming. Wait, the Wyatt Earp is coming for him and hell's coming with me. I'm or your is it the thunder? I'll be your huckleberry. That's the better line. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. And then but but Kurt says, Kurt Russell says, uh, you ever ordered room service? Remember he says that to her? Grow oh, old and order room yes. service. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or what about when he when he when he confronts uh uh what's his name? Um oh gosh, what's uh not Billy Ray Cyrus. What's the the actor, the Sling Blade guy? Oh yeah. Uh, oh, what's his name? I he, know, yeah, yeah. yeah he confronts blade. him in the bar, and he goes, "You gonna skin that smoke wagon, or you just gonna stand there and bleed?" <laughs> I love that line, man. It's such a good one. That's right after he slaps him in the face, and his oh. lips bleeding. It's such a good movie. Um, what's that guy's name? Oh. Somebody tell me in the, in the chat there. All right, back to the Raiders. Real quick, uh, last good morning football reference. I want to uh, a clip. I want to play. Darren Waller, uh, good friend of the show, apparently, because uh, or, and I mean our show because he's on it all the time. Uh, he's made kind of a declaration that I think all the rest of us as fans are feeling. Uh, I I agree. Yeah, uh, we have to make the playoffs. Uh, there are no more excuses. Uh, no more justifications. Uh, I know. Offensively speaking, on the side of the ball that I'm on, uh, we could be better in the red zone. Uh, we're good at a lot of things, but we could definitely be better at red zone efficiency and scoring touchdowns there. Uh, defense, uh, 
I feel like just for them, it just starts with uh, the small things and those little habits and how we prepare on a week-to-week basis will carry over into the game, uh, playing a more simpler scheme for them, allowing their their individual skill sets to shine and to uh, just be more disciplined. Because uh, I feel like we're right there outside of a few plays that even the defense would agree uh, can't happen. Uh, we're right there. So I believe in these guys, and I know that uh, this year is going to be a special year for us. All right, good stuff there from Darren Waller, man. I love it. And I, 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 it's kind of an all-in season. Mosh, do you feel like this is a – I hate to use the term make it or break it, but is this – you know, are we defining careers at this point if the Raiders don't make the playoffs? I hate to keep doing that. I hate to do that every year. I hate to, I hate to answer that question every year because I answer it the same way. The season will tell. We had – we, we, we started off this year, this past year. Oh, man, if we can go 8-8, eight and eight, we're going to be so happy. We're going to be so happy. If we can go 8-8, eight and eight, that'll be great. We're going to go, blah, 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 you know. Oh, you know, it's, but we'll, we'll, we'll have to know because Carr's going to go out and, and iron sharpens iron and, and Mariota, yeah, his <laughs> coconut little self is going to be in Chicago in a minute. You know, <laughs> you can so- say that. Anyway, the, my point is this. <laughs> We can't keep saying, "Oh, it's got to be make or break." It's got this. If 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 he doesn't do it now, you know, bring in Billy Bob Thornton since we got his name <laughs> yeah, up here. That's who it was. Not Billy Ray Cyrus. No, Billy Bob Thornton. But no, seriously, we gotta we gotta we gotta quit saying that. We do that every year. Yeah. We've done that every year of my life. <laughs> it is true more it's now. True, but it ain't true <laughs> now. Because in 20 years, when I'm dead and you're still doing this stupid show, you're going to be saying, let's channel Uncle Mosh. Light the incense. Mosh! And you'll be like, what the hell do you want? Stop it! I'm watching National Treasure. What the hell do you want? Oh, my gosh. I got the Goonies on up here. All right. um... (laughs) Jeez. Okay, so uh, let's get to some Raiders and pop culture. I'm, my glass is still fogged up. Uh, let's get to some Raiders and pop culture. Uh, before we do, Mosh, who's in the chat? I know the chat's blowing up tonight. Who we got oh, my gosh. James Furpo, Lorenzo Curious, Franklin, 83, Rotten the Mater Raider, Corey Fleck, Aaron the Cute Dog Raider, D-Mag, Lorenzo Corres, ta-da, Raider. Let's move. <laughs> So so far, the thing, the, the thing I've the thing I've learned most tonight is that Tombstone is a romantic comedy. <laughs> Merv Swag Jeff and who's the third guy? The one and only Uncle Mosh. That's right. Uh, okay, so let's get to some Raiders and pop culture. So this is a fun one. Um, I always love it when Raiders players or coaches or whatever make appearances that are disconnected from football altogether. And um, so this past week on the 7th, uh, Derek Carr was invited to be the Grand Marshal of the Pennzoil 400, the, yeah. the, the the Las Vegas NASCAR race, speaking of Dale Jr. And uh, and so anyway, so they caught up with Derek Carr pre-game or pre-race, I should say, and here's what he had to say. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Derek Carr. I'm here at the races. NASCAR has had me out to Grand Marshal today. I'm fired up. Looking forward to it. All right, so there you go. Pretty simple comments from Carr. So he goes through. He's the grand marshal of the thing. And then most famously, the grand marshals of these races get to utter the most famous phrase in racing, which is, gentlemen, start your engines, right? Or racers, start your engines if there's any female racers in the, uh, in the field. So, Mosh, after you hear this, I want you to give me a 1 to 10 on how good Derek Carr delivers 
the line. Okay. You, okay. You are a professional evaluator I of am. performance and delivery. Tell us what you think. Drivers, start your engines. Let's go. Dude. You want to hear it again? Yeah, I got chills. Drivers, start your engines. Let's go. Nice. That's pretty good. Nice. It was was clear. It was well-timed. He didn't over-enunciate any of the words. It was there. Good job, DC. I like it. That's why he's my quarterback. There you go. Too bad this is a marginal year for him. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was pretty good. Good stuff there from DC. All right, Mosh, let's get into the sea of fans. There he is, fading, looking, looking, looking. He's under the gun. He's tied, he's thrown. It is. So, Mosh, there's a multitude of ways to join us here in the fan cave. Of course, most famously in the chat, uh, Ron, I believe it was Ron the Materator. No, Aaron the Q-Dog Raider uh, said, we may need an off-season tombstone episode. We did our, oh. our, our Super Bowl protest show where we covered Star Wars. Yeah, which I, I purposely you, was quarantined. Yeah, you sure were. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, But I would love to do a Tombstone episode. That's a fantastic idea, Aaron. Like, uh, great, great shout out there. Uh, so, anyways, join us in the chat room at Murph's Fan Cave. Uh, you can go to YouTube.com slash Murph's Fan Cave. Or- hey, tell them to hit the like button. Yeah, hit the like buttons, man. Hit the hit the hit the thumbs ups, man. Hit the thumbs up, the subscribes, all that good stuff, man. We appreciate you for doing that. Um, but also, you can call the show. 909-345-3346 and you can leave us a message and if we play your message three times you become a made man or a made woman uh, here on Raiders Fan Radio or you can email us. <laughs> Why is the email L- from... Lorenzo Cures says, oh, yeah. I love Tombstone. He shows a slice of pizza. <laughs> I love that guy. <laughs> yeah, you're <doing> nice. <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, you can uh, email the show at show at RaidersFanRadio.com. That is S-H-O-W at RaidersFanRadio.com. And so uh, the best of the callers or the best of the emailers every week, uh, Uncle Mosh awards them the Sizzler Award, which is basically the best of the best of the week. And so we have an abundance of emails this week and only one phone call aside from Aaron, the Q-Dog Raider. Uh, but before we get to those calls, let's check in with Uncle Mosh at the email desk. Hello again, Raider Chemist here, ready to do some complaining. But first, I'd like to wish (laughs) all of you well and give you the best vibes out there. We are still in COVID time, and you guys are a lot closer to Texas. Anyway, do you know what hits me like warm bird crap on the head during a hot summer Vegas day? Did I ever tell you the joke? I know you know this joke. I'm going to tell for the for the. I'm sorry, I totally interrupted you. But can I tell a joke? Go ahead. I I told this to my boys the other day about the two guys walking down the beach and the big old giant seagull flies overhead and poops and it lands in the one guy's eye and his buddy turns over next to him and he goes hey man you want some toilet paper and the guy goes nah it's too far away by now (laughs) you're so stupid (laughs) okay go ahead oh (laughs) all the russell wilson to the raiders or deshaun watson trade talk that has been dominating the news cycle like a 300 pound hooker that changes extra i know right that, that charges yeah, proofread extra, these things. 
You proofread this. No, I didn't. That charges extra to put on the leather suit. And, uh, uh, don't get me wrong. I agree <laughs> that those guys are an upgrade to Derek Carr, but that has not been our issue in the last few years. The last few years, our defense has been so stuck to the bottom of the league that I'm hoping no one uses the glue. <laughs> no one uses that glue on their hair. Oh, there's a there's a, a reference. Yeah. Uh, it's getting Russell going to solve that. No, in fact, it will make it worse because we will have to give up a ton of draft capital to get him, and eventually we're going to have to pay him top dollars as well. Making people who watch our games think that they're watching one of those UNICEF commercials. Only 15 cents a day can give the defense enough to get an okay corner. Ooh, that was kind of rough. Yeah. My point is that we are not far from contention, and our QB upgrade is not what will take us over the top. Put those picks and that money on the defense and make a push. I've not seen the Raiders be relevant in so long that a successful season seems like a donkey's uniform that doesn't look like the bottom of a trash can after being picked up after a couple of weeks. It just seems like it doesn't exist. I'm tired of getting to Super Bowl weekend and prefer to have a date with the Spanish Inquisition than watch the game. I'm tired of an NFL without a relevant Raiders team, yet we will still keep watching we want to quit this sport as much as la wants the chargers but we want a better product and nothing makes the nfl better than a relevant raiders team well anyway i want to say more but i don't want to turn in an essay and get the email returned with so many red marks and it seems as if it came out of the red uh, i'm not going to say that i had enough of those in college so i'll hope that Things fall into place, and the Raiders make up all the moves necessary to get into the playoffs next season, because I will for sure be there to watch. Sincerely, Raider Chemist. Nice job, Raider Chemist. <laughs> Questionable at times, but you know what my biggest oh. takeaway from that was, Marsh? Nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition. <laughs> <laughs> we love us some Monty Python references around here. Good job there, Raider Chemist. All right. Good evening, RFR. We are officially two weeks away from free agency, and already we have had our first surprise of the season with J.J. Watts signing with the Arizona Cardinals. Huge signing. Hopefully the Raiders will use the offseason to get better. The free agent I want to see in silver and black is gone, so now I'm on the Richard Sherman train. He's played with Gus Bradley so he can teach our young DBs how to play in the system. I would also love the Raiders to sign Bud Dupree. He's a great LB yes. and would, would do wonders for our LB room. Now on to the draft. I want the Raiders to go defense. Our defense cost us a lot of games last season. You're not going to get any argument about that statement from anybody. Murph, I want to know your thoughts. Who do you want to see in silver and black? Also, I'd love to hear who Vinny wants in free agency. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's all for this twin. I... I don't usually read these guys. I know. You got, you got hooked to them. Yours right? truly, Daniel Mangas. The Potty Mouth Mangus. The Potty Mouth Mangus. Proud Made Man, 2019 Gemini Mayan Award winner, one-time Sizzler Award winner. P.S. Happy birthday, Vinny. Hope you enjoyed your birthday. And here's hey. to many more. All right. Salud. Thank you, Daniel Mangus. Appreciate that. Appreciate the call. Man, you know, look at I. So who do you want? Man? I, I'm not going to try to get, I'm not going to I don't like to do a lot of like prediction kind of things because um, there, there's so many players uh, that, that are available and I'm not going to, I'm not, but I don't want to give you a cheap answer either and go, well, they're just going to bring in the right, best right, guy right. available, whatever. I would like to see someone, and I was talking about th this player in particular with Jeff Murphy today earlier when I was at Domenico's. 
I would like to see them bring in somebody that's a leader, but not like, you know, we didn't really need, I get why they signed Jason Witten as a leader last year, but that really wasn't the place we needed leadership. We need leadership in the secondary. We, I, I, I feel like we need leadership on defense. We got plenty of leaders on offense. We got, that's why we have Rodney Hudson and Derek Carr, and we have these, these, these players, and now players like Darren Waller are becoming leaders. We need somebody on the defensive side of the ball, and I think Richard Sherman is a very good fit. He's got Raider written all over him. You could maybe convert him to a free safety, just like we did Charles Woodson, to, to come over and, and mentor Jonathan Abram and Damon Arnett and all these young secondary players, even Trayvon Mullen. Like, I mean, Richard Sherman was a beast, man. I mean, he's a Hall of Famer. Like, I just love the idea he's not too old yet. You know, uh, so I think a player like that is has a good fit. Melvin Ingram is a name. Bud Dupree is a great call out. Anybody that can help us generate pressure on third and long to be that closer that we've missed ever since uh, Khalil Mack left, the name that shall not be named. We need somebody that can help us close out a football game and not pull a penalty on third and 12. Someone that can put the quarterback on his ass. That's what we need. So those are a few names to throw out there at you and, uh, and appreciate the question. That's a good, good answer, Murph. I, I would like to clarify one thing. And okay. This, I, I think I'm hearing it correct from, okay. All right. from the booth. Okay. It is now okay to say the name Khalil Mack. It is. And I'll tell you why. Okay. First of all, obviously the first and foremost is that he's coming back with the trade with Mariota. <laughs> but, but the Khalil Mack trade has paid off to our benefit. It still has. It, it still has. The it margin is, is tighter. The margin is tighter, but it has paid off to yes. our benefit, and it is now okay. We we we're house money on that one. Still, it's a breakup thing. You know, we're beyond sad. We're beyond angry. We're not friends, but we're friendly. Okay, fair enough. I like the it. Raiders' defense has been a systematic problem, and it has compounded itself over the last decade, even prior to Al Davis's death in 2011. If you take a closer look at the drafts over the past 10 years, look at the defense interior linemen taken, and compare it to the Raiders. You'll see an obviously pattern and a glaring weakness. 2011, Marcel Darius by Buffalo, number three overall. Not a bad pick at all. In 2012, Don Terry Poe and Fletcher Cox went back-to-back 11-12. and 12. Both went to the Pro Bowl. Good again. 2013, Sheldon Richardson, 13th overall, Pro Bowler. 2014, Aaron Donald went 13 overall. Uh, need I say more? Right. 2015, Danny Shelton went 12th overall to the Cleveland Browns, but a pair of defensive ends, Leonard Williams and Vic Beasley, went 6th and 8th respectively, and they both went to the Pro Bowl. In 2016, defensive tackle Sheldon Rankins was selected 12th, but once again, two defensive ends went higher, Joey Bosa and DeForest Buckner, and both went to the Pro Bowl. In 2017, no defensive tackles were selected before Dalvin Tomlinson. He went 55th overall in the second round to the Giants. Okay. Seven defensive ends and four linebackers were first-round selections that year. In 2018, John Gruden's first year back with the Silver and Black, Vitave and Darren Payne were back-to-back nose tackles selected and the yeah. 12th and 13th spots. The Raiders owned the 10th pick and could have selected either, but they traded back and went with Colton Miller at 15th overall. Which was a good pick. It wasn't bad. That was a good pick. When Mike Mayock came in prior to the 19th season, he and Gruden then combined for a productive 2019 draft. 
They selected, <coughs> pardon me, they selected Clee Farrell. F to the E to the R to the R to the E to the L to the L. Number it four. Ain't Sorry, Q, interrupted you. Number four overall, and even though he was listed as a defensive end, he was using spots on the interior. Defensive end Nick Bosa and defensive tackle Queen and Williams were selected just before Farrell and Ed Oliver and a couple of Clemson guys. Christian Wilkins and Dexter Lawrence were selected in the middle of the round one. It is possible that the Raiders could have selected any of these guys and still ended up with Farrell later in round one. True, true. 2020, Derek Brown at number seven and Javon Kinlow at 14 were the only defensive interior linemen selected in round one. And from that draft, the only pro bowler from the defensive side of the ball was second overall pick Chase Young of the Washington football team. So what does all this information tell us? Here's a closer look at each of the last 10 Raiders draft classes. And it tells us that the Raiders have neglected the interior of the defense for way too long. Okay. And, and that that's that's a no-brainer. That goes without saying. Yeah, yeah. The Raiders drafted no defensive linemen in 2011. In 2012, Cristo Bicchidi was, Cristito Bicchidi, Cristito yeah. was chosen in the sixth round. Played in 13 games, was never a starter. The next year, he played in only five games. Then he was gone before the 2014 season started. In, tw- in 2013, Stacy McGee was selected in the sixth round, played in 15 games, started five, and then played 11 games the next year and started none. 16 games, four as a starter in 2015. Then started nine games in 16, gone after that. He only lasted four seasons. In the 2014 draft, Justin Ellis was drafted in the fourth round. He started as a rookie and played 14 games. He played in 12 games, starting nine in 2015. He played in 16 games, but only started four in 16. He started... (coughs) Pardon me. He started four games, 14 games in 2017. Played only six games with one start in 2018 and then gone. He only lasted five seasons. In the 2000, oh my gosh, it goes on and on and on and <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. In, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut down, and I'm not, and I'm not T3 Thorm, uh, Tom. Excuse me, I'm not cutting you off, but I'm saying that I'm gonna go to the in. <laughs> There's summary, a novel going on there. I'm dying over here. I need a drink. <laughs> in summary, the Raiders have neglected this position for too long. 2021 needs to mark a change in that philosophy. Christian Barmore, Devion Nixon. Levi Anwazaroke, Jay Tuffle, Marvin Wilson, Jared Goldreyer, all on the board. Picking up at least one of these guys in the first round would be good. Coming away with two in the first two rounds would be great. The Raiders' defense needs to start from the middle. It needs to build every year, and it needs to start now. Just look at the past. This is why the team is not winning. This was a well-thought-out piece. Very well, yeah. A lot yeah. of stuff in there, a lot of stuff to think about, well-researched. Good job, T3 Tom. Good job, Tom. You know, something interesting is that I, I, that's often been an overlooked um, you know, way to build a team, and, I, and I'm, I'm kind of with it. Like, if you think about 
the middle of the field. If you work your way down, you got quarterback, you got center, you got nose tackle. There's not really nose tackles anymore, but defensive tackle, middle linebacker, safety. Like if you think about kind of the middle of the field, like, and I know that the typical order is like, you know, starting quarterback, you know, then you've got, you know, edge rusher to get to the other team starting quarterback. Then you go left tackle because you have to protect your quarterback from the starting. Like you got it kind of cascades down from there. But I like that kind of that notion. And he's right. Like the Raiders have not addressed the middle of the field on defense. Um, and I think Christian Barmore from Alabama would be a stud. I mean, I think oh my God. he's a freaking baller, man. I think that would be a great, great pick. Because those Alabama interior linemen, like, you know, look at Deron Payne, man. Like, he's doing great. So, yeah, great call out there, Tom, and appreciate that. Tom, okay, here you go for those that are paying attention. Tom is the guy that does the American Nightmare, does the Dusty Rhodes impression. Oh, nice. That's who nice, Tom is. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also host of the of, – of, of, um, oh, my gosh, I'm going to screw it up. It's the Only Nation podcast, I believe. Anyways. Mush. Yo, what's up, Murph Swaggy and the one and only Uncle Mush. I hope all is well and everyone is safe and sound. I come to you today fresh out of solitary confinement at the COVID correctional facility located in my bedroom. <laughs> I did my time and didn't let the time do me. But you know, time is a tricky thing. It means nothing but everything at the same time. In this case, <laughs> it was way time to move on from Trent Brown. <laughs> really good sound. Oh, that's amazing. A move everyone was expecting after he failed to stay on the field earning fat of the week along the way. I wonder if he has his own orbit. He probably has three moons hovering around him. We shall see if he finally finds it. <laughs> this is a good email. He finds the happiness he never brought to the Raiders. It's probably, he probably has three moons hovering around him. We shall see if he finally finds his happiness he never brought to the Raiders. It's probably at Krispy Kreme next to the three dozen donuts with bacon bits and the 10 apple fritters. He picks up every morning on his way to order to six McGriddles with cheese and 10 hash browns from McDonald's with a large Diet Coke. Does this guy seen my breakfast order? I was going to say, you see him at the Hardee's in the morning, Mosh? I'm I'm telling you. Enjoy Capo's hit list. Moving along. LaMarcus Joyner and Terrell Williams. Now, Joyner never panned out as a slot DB for the money he was making while Williams' injuries and the resurgence of Nelly and a stacked wide receiver room. The writing was on the wall very early on last season. I would love to have Gabe Jackson on the team while cutting Richie and paying Denzel good at a reasonable price. I know we would all love to do the 2019 free agency over. And I would love if Raider Nation would stop drooling over every other single QB who's rumored to get traded to the Raiders. Come on. Why would we give up our draft capital for a QB who won't make the playoffs Thank because you. our defense is garbage? Thank you. No QB wants to come to a, to a team with a trash defense. And they definitely don't want to come to a team where the fans trash them 24-7. Amen. I can't tweet at a player for missing a tackle while I eat chicken wings and have cake crumbs fall on my belly button and get mad when they decide to respond to a disrespectful tweet about them. Raider Nation could be very toxic. Look how you treated Lucille. People are so ignorant, they can't even agree to disagree. For example, I think the McRib is the most disgusting thing on earth, but I still love Murph. I won't eat him in... 
Wait, I I would I won't leave them in the same room, but my with my wife, but I still love Rico. And just because my wife ate my cannoli a few months ago, ne never mind. I'm not over that yet. What I'm saying is a house divided cannot stand. All oh love and respect. Ta-da! Rada. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot! That got me. That was if he, funny. If he only knew you were a vegetarian. Uh, I know. Oh my gosh. Well, you know, it's oh my god. The I didn't realize I was affiliated with the McRib. <laughs> that was great. So the, oh my gosh, my glasses. I can't see nothing. Okay, so here's the thing about the McRib. I've got a big surprise. I've got a I've got a thing about the McRib. So the McRib, Mosh, growing up in California, it's a it's a it's a fine, fine pork sandwich with barbecue sauce that you get at McDonald's, right? But when I moved to the south. I realize we have this glorious item that you can find at Wits Barbecue, or, or better yet, Rex Barbecue, yeah. our buddies at, from Dominica. But like on every corner in the South, there's pulled pork barbecue sandwiches. Yeah, that what the McRib smoked for like like in legit smokers. Yeah, and yeah. blow anything like the McRib out of the water. So I've never even come close to eating a McRib yeah. since I've lived in the South because you can go get amazing pulled pork sandwiches anywhere Ugh. and especially again a place like rick's where it's just phenomenal so Ugh. anyways but tied to raider man that was that was epic that's was up good. there for foggy glasses award I, winner I for, for fannies man that was that was amazing <laughs> good oh, evening man. fellas hope you're all well hope you had your vaccines yet uh we have actually both murph and i have both gone through round one we are uh one's a moderna one's a pfizer you decide uh, free agency is just around the corner, and things are starting to take shape around the league. I'm sure we're all in the same thought space right now. Who's leaving? Who's staying? Who's coming in? And how's Dak Prescott going to cope financially? <laughs> Hashtag pay for Dak. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you read that? You know what? I'm not, this is clearly not a Cowboy show, but did you hear what Jerry Jones's quote was? Mm -mm. He goes, uh... Uh, I, I know that I'm getting taken advantage for, of my money, but this is one occasion where I'm happy to do it, or something like that. It was actually a really sweet comment that he made about Dak Prescott. Uh, that was really funny. cool, yeah. As we would expect, Raider Nation is an, is an overdrive with suggestions, ranging from complete overhaul to the offense and defense to sacking Coach Gruden and Mike Mayock. I can understand some of the issues with Coach Gruden, but come on, people, leave Mike Mayock alone. Yes. Of course, D.C. is still the devil incarnate. Even his appearance at the NASCAR in Vegas was ridiculed by some. Some of it is lighthearted, but some of it is way out of line. It's best not to get involved with any of the... Excuse me, I got the dang hiccups. Um, <laughs> no, it doesn't say that here. Um, Oh, blah, blah, blah. It's best not to get involved. I just channeled my inner swag. There you go. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's best not to get involved with any of it, though, or it unleashes all manner of comments. This week I've had my... This week... Did you I've, hold your breath, Mosh? I was holding my breath, yeah, trying to cure the yeah, hiccups. Yeah. This week I've had my parentage called into question. I've been told numerous times to try things that are physically impossible 
And it would seem to some that because I'm Raider Nation from England, my opinion counts for nothing anyway. Uh, All I said was, you should have been around to watch the likes of Jamarcus Russell and Jay Schroeder. Amen. Schroeder. Schroeder. Yeah, what do you you call a blonde that screws a whole football team? Jay Schroeder. Jay Schroeder. When did having a difference of opinion become so aggressively divisive? It's really getting harder to have a national, or excuse me, a rational conversation with people. On the last show, Terrell Williams, Richie Incognito, Incognito, uh, LaMarcus Joyner, Gabe Jackson, and Trent Brown were all discussed as possible cuts or trades. And at the time of the writing, they've all done, they're all gone and or strongly rumored to be gone by next week. No surprises, really, although it's sad to see Gabe leave, and personally, I would have kept incognito if he's healthy. His aggression and leadership would still benefit the younger players. I was beginning, don't think we won't, might soon see him in a coaching position. Uh-huh. I was beginning to wonder whether we were going to see huge personnel changes this offseason, but now the O-line has been shaken up to the, this extent, along with the needs on defense. It would seem the Raiders' gears are finally starting to turn. There you go. Over the last few years, we've seen the Raiders cut or trade a player who has a bad attitude, and this year Trent Brown can be added to the list. It would appear that this yeah. guy switched off from being a Raider some time ago. He couldn't wait to remove all reference to the Raiders on his social media, and the cryptic message he was regularly leaving made now that he's heading back to the village of the damned in Foxborough. Back in February, he posted an Instagram photo in his Raiders uniform stating, the one on the back is the one that matters, obviously meaning it's about him, not the team. Mm-hmm. Well, on the opening preface pages to the excellent badasses by R- Peter Richmond, Ken Stabler is quoted as saying, you played for the name on the front of the jersey, not the name on the back. A little lesson in respect and playing for a team right there for you, Mr. Brown. All of this, whether you agree or not, is serving its main purpose of making the Raiders into an elite fighting force on all levels. And now that we've started to free up some cash, I really hope we sign Nelson Aguilera, Denzel Good, <laughs> and Nicholas Morrow. Plus, some veterans in the secondary would be nice, leaving us with some edge rushers, rushers to pick up the draft. Send Q Dog's number to Mike Mayock. Capo has a list of names of the folks we need. <laughs> yeah. Finally, as mentioned before, one of the main stories elsewhere in the league is Dak Prescott's new contract. Man alive, those numbers are big. Huge. No pressure on him to deliver the goods now, is there? I think it's safe to say David Irving won't be sending him a best wishes card after his <laughs> A Cowboy is All Hardy Har Har interview. Now, not long, now then, until some of our questions will be answered in free agency. Then we'll know where we're heading in the draft. Stay safe, RFR family. Love you, Raider Nation. His Lordship, Paul Edgerton, Shopshire, Mississippi, Polly Award winner 2019, Foggy Glasses Award winner 2020, BRT Sizzler scorekeeper, proud made man, five-time, 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 plus one, winner of the Raiders Fan Radio BRT Sizzler Award. Paul! 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 Paul. 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 Paul.
Great stuff there from our buddy Paul in Shropshire, Mississippi, the king of the emailers for sure. And uh, if you want to email the show, you can email us at show at RaidersFanRadio.com. And if we read your email in a definite amount of times, you become a made man or a made woman. And so thank you to all of you that have uh, emailed tonight. And now we're going to get into the calls. You can call us at 909-345-3346. That's 909-345-3346. Leave us a message. And if we play that message only three times, you become a made man or a made woman mosh we barely have any calls tonight but we for sure have one from the capo and we have one from uh, one of the high-ranking made men around here and so uh aaron the q dog raider is the guy that kind of runs the show for the made men and the made women and uh that's why we call him capo and so let's check in with aaron the q dog raider greetings don murph consigliere moss on the boss sunny sergeant at arms the sizzler big raider trucker mojo from the universe speaks ramon the mean king swag jeff ron the Raider. Nation, allow me to start my call by saying, to hell with the Chiefs. Now, as the tequila takes my mind and my inner Big Raider trucker begins to preach, I was about to dub Derek Carr as the Carmelo Anthony of the NFL, but I believe he's far closer to being the Ernie Banks of the NFL. Banks had no World Series appearances. A staunchly defended fan favorite, Banks played most of his career on terrible Cubs teams that finished well out of first place, but, you know, he... Statistically, he was named MVP while twice playing for sub-500 teams. See if that sounds familiar. Uh, If only the Major League Baseball Hall of Famer had a a better defense. Now, in an article written by Carlos Sanchez, he wrote, um, you know, what's wrong with upgrading or wanting to upgrade the quarterback position as it relates to the Raiders? So if by chance Russell Wilson – becomes available, an aggressive push to get him is in order. There's nothing wrong with DC4, but there's nothing great about him either. If Deshaun Watson should make you know, himself available or the Houston uh, Texans want to put him out there, I say we need to go full bore and all out for him. Wilson, take him or leave him. Several recent articles have been written about the Raiders' uh, free agency signings since Gruden's first year with the team. Tahir Whitehead, Jordy Nelson, Antonio Brown, Trent Brown, LaMarcus Jordan, Tyrell Williams, Richie Incognito, Carl Nassau, Nelly Aguilar, Corey Littleton, Nick Wachowski, Jason Witten, and Jeff Heath. I mean, out of all these players, only Nassau, Heath, and Littleton and Kwiatkowski remain on the team. And as they traded Trent Brown, albeit a back-page story, uh, regardless, only Littleton and Kwiatkowski are locks to make the roster next year. Moreover, there's only one reason that the Raiders are going to be keeping Nassif. Releasing him wouldn't free up very much cap space, and his dead cap hit comes in at $9.25 million. If only we could find a trade partner, we could ship Nassif and his big contract. In retrospect, the Raiders have virtually nothing to show after all of these signings. I mean, this is especially true after they opted out and not paid um, number 52. He shall not be named and decided to ship him <laughs> to Chicago Bears. Now, Cleveland Farrell, Jonathan Abram, Damon Arnett, Brian Edwards are not panning out as projected. The Lynn Bowden Jr. debacle and smear campaign will prove to be a mistake for years and years to come. This doesn't reflect well on Gruden or GM Mike Mayock. Not every free agent addition is going to pan out. I get that. But 
when most of them have failed, it's fair to wonder what went wrong. Although this could, you know, change this you know, particular offseason, uh, past results aren't encouraging and paint a bleak picture moving forward. To Mayock's credit, at least he took uh, the first step towards redemption by at least admitting some of these personnel mistakes. Um, all I'm saying is, uh, as a card-carrying member of Team Chucky, as a supporter, it's playoffs to bust in 2021. No excuses, no more passes, no more blunders. The grocery list. Acquire Mark Ingram, running back. Yes. William Jackson, cornerback. Brian Poole, cornerback. John Johnson, safety. Bud Dupree, edge. Carl Lawson, defensive end. Kenny Vaccaro, safety. Kyle Van Noy, outside linebacker. Marcus Williams, safety. Zach Banner, tackle. Matt Fairler, guard. Melvin Ingram, edge. And potentially a number one receiver to be named later. Come on. The hit list. Hefe from KC, Benedict Brown, LaMarcus Joyner, Carl Nassib, Arden Key, Insurrectionist, and as per usual, Mike Dicker. Respect goes to Kevin the Raider nerd, <laughs> B-Dog in a pasture, Raider born Rico, Sugar Shane, Watts Raider, Bobby Wasabi, Raider Homer, His Lordship Paul from Shropshire, Mississippi, Monster Mash Ken, Coach Davis, Samoan Raider, Graphic Raider, Sanjeet Raider, Oso Raider, Fabricated Gill, Wild Raider, coming to Las Vegas, Dead Scrolls Steve, the historian. I hope you didn't sing this episode. Spiderhead and the Inebra Nation. But before I sign off with my trademark, I want to take a time out to give respect, coming up on my anniversary, to the baddest sister I've ever known, the beautiful Miss Stephanie. March 13th, every year, let's celebrate it. Raise your glasses, homies. Rue. Awesome, man. Good job, Love Q. it. Love it. Well, uh, raise a glass there and uh, and congratulations and happy anniversary to uh, to Q and and uh, and Miss Stephanie, man. I appreciate you uh, shouting all that out. You know, and so you know, look, I I'm I'm so with Aaron on all those. You want some names, uh, Daniel Mangus? There you go. There you go. There's some amazing names in free agency. Um, and uh, you know, as far as the Russell Wilson stuff, like again, I'm not I'm kind of not in with the quarter court turback thing. Uh, and then I also saw a, a mention in there uh, in the chat asking about if the Raiders are freeing up all this cap room to go after Deshaun Watson. Look, here's the thing. Deshaun Watson could not win with a bad defense this year. Russell Wilson, although the Seahawks made the playoffs, failed miserably quickly in the playoffs without a defense. Like, those two quarterbacks can't win without a defense either. So why you would mortgage your future in terms of draft capital to acquire two quarterbacks that can't win with a bad defense either when we've already got a quarterback that, that has trouble winning with a bad defense? Like, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. So, I mean, really, Raider Nation, we got to move on from this quarterback thing. we got to focus on what we need to focus on, and that's keeping a pretty much top 10 defense, which we were in all statistical significant categories, and we were in fixed the defense where we were in all significant statistical categories, bottom of the NFL. So let's move on from that. All right, um, next up, we got our, our last up even. We got our buddy uh, uh, Mojo Raider. What's up, fellas? Much respect to all the made men and women. It's your boy Mojo out in San Diego. Hey, man, I just called to uh, say a little something about old Trent Brown, man. I'm glad the bastard's gone. Good riddance. <laughs> you know, everybody knows I'm in the military, man. We call what Trent Brown was doing here uh, for our Las Vegas Raiders. We, we got a term for that. It's called malingering. Whenever your ass can't take, get your ass to work, and just do what everybody else is doing, and you just fiddle-fart around all day, just earning a paycheck, not earning your worth, it's called malingering. 
So, adios, malingerer. Hope you have a uh, terrible, freezing cold career back in New England. The malingerer. Adios, malingerer. Oh my gosh, that's that. I'm gonna totally pull that sound bite, man. We're gonna have that. Adios, play that. Can you do it again? Can you go pull that up? Let's see. Malingerer. Okay, here it is, right here. So, adios, malingerer. Hope you have a uh, terrible. <laughs> ah, that was nice really good, Mojo. Nice job, Mojo. All right, Mosh, there we go. Oh, That's all of our calls and emails. Gosh. What do you got tonight? Oh, my. That is so <laughs> <laughs> Where's I am the Sizzler. 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 The Malingerer <laughs> stole it right out of the grasp of Tada Raider. Oh, no. Good job. First time we've ever had oh. a single caller, single winner. Malingerer made me cry. That was so <laughs> funny. Tada had it. Hey, I got the I got the email right here. Tada but, Raider slayed me. Tada that was Raiders, one of the funniest emails we've the, had in a the, long time. The annotation I put on the bottom of it is number one in the pile for foggy glasses. Yes. Yeah. So not not too. Uh, <laughs> we might hear from that email again. We will definitely hear from that email. I just I like the recipe that he had here. You know, uh, three dozen donuts with bacon bits, <laughs> ten apple fritters, six McGriddles with cheese, ten hash browns, and a large diet coke. So he might win the recipe of the year award winner. <laughs> so great job, Tada! But I'm giving the I'm giving the Sizzler to the man who never malingers, never non malingerer. <laughs> Good job, congratulations, Mojo. We are Metallica, and we are here for your Oakland Raiders. You know why we are here, and we ain't playing around today. From the Walking Dead. To errant Jedi Knights, Raiders fans are a rogues gallery. Come back, Hey, let me give a shout out really quick. Yeah, please. Q Dog, 1911. Ta da! Had I can't read it, but ta da threw in some money. Kevin threw in some money, and Daniel Mangus threw in some money. Man, thank you guys so much for that. Thank you uh, so uh, much. Uh, it was, uh, and all that money goes into the into the kitty. And it's, and right now in this season, we're uh, we're collecting for the Bolitnikov Foundation. That's correct. Yeah. So we appreciate. Uh, I'm holding up my list like anybody can see it. Right? <laughs> anybody, uh, I appreciate you guys. We appreciate you guys, and the Bolitnikov family appreciates you guys. You are the best. Absolutely. You are absolutely the best. We appreciate you and any of the Super Chat and, uh, and of course, any of the donations directly to the One Nation Foundation. And, and uh, thank you to, again to everybody. Much respect to all of you that support uh, Raiders Fan Radio in a multitude of ways, from the subscriptions to the thumbs-ups to the, uh, the, the reviews, um, all Hit of that the stuff. Hit the button. Hit the buttons, man. We appreciate you so, so very much. Uh, everybody that's in the chat tonight, Sugar Shane is in there. Lee B's in there. Lencho, Raider Fan. Aaron the Q-Dog Raider, Gary Busey. Thanks to the legend, Gary Busey. 
Uh, big fan of your kid, too, especially Starship Troopers. Uh, Sugar Shane is in there. Raider Flash, Franklin83, Ron the Materator, Michelle Sweat is in there. Uh, who else? Who am I missing? Lizette Romero is in there. Kevin the Raider Nerd. Appreciate all of you so, so very much. Uncle Mott! So amazing to have you back in the fan cave tonight, man. It's so good to be back. I'm fired up about it. This is incredible. Had Dominico's today. Saw our buddy Jeff. You're here tonight. I talked to Swago today. The world is starting to kind of come back together, Mark. It's been a year. It's been a full-on year, man. It seems like 10. Amen to that. Hey, so when are we back, boss? Uh, We're going to probably take uh, next week off, but I'll be on Twitch this week. I'm going to play some games and stuff. We're going to do that probably Friday. But next, RFR will be uh, two weeks from tonight. Perfect, perfect. Well, everybody, this is your old Uncle Mosh. I'll see you guys in about two weeks. I don't do those games. I don't even have a controller I don't, or whatever you got to have. PS74, <laughs> whatever. Much love to you guys. I've missed you a ton. It's so good to be back. Thanks for listening tonight. You had Murph and your old Uncle Mosh, and you've been listening to Raiders Fan Radio where we took a lighter side journey into the dark side. Don't ever forget what happens in Vegas started in Oakland. Good night, everybody. Drive safe, wear your mask, get your shots. God bless. And no, I am not an agnostic, an insomniac, or actually I am, or a dyslexic. I just got trouble sleeping because I'm fat. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.